listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 86 of The Gamecasters, the only board gaming podcast not afraid to use the F-word on a regular basis while also expelling it from our rectums. We've been (laughs) discharging so much moist, creamy content lately that our podcasting incontinence is only eclipsed by our love for the masturbatory arts, which itself is only eclipsed by our love of the natalatory farts. See? Ain't afraid. Nobody loves that. <laughs> I don't know. I beg to differ there. I wish nobody Our viewers that. disagree. <laughs> I mean, our listeners. Are... We have viewers or listeners? Yeah. <laughs> what are they? Are they spying our sniffers? <laughs> We've got a great panty-dropping episode lined up for you today with some old segments you hoped were dead and some other stuff you'll like instead. That look on your face, it'll be red when I bend down and give you help fixing that leaky faucet oh your wife's been complaining about for weeks, and then we'll have sex. After the sex, come back and finish the episode where Jeff and Natalie will have had a deontological conversation while waiting for us because they're polite, and away we go. Though now it's a bit awkward because I was just supposed to help with the faucet, and then one thing led to another, and now it's a huge mess, but at least I was able to get that hot stick download from you before I left and then that hard wooden insert made you really happy even though it was really difficult at first and now I've gone off the deep end and now I'm going to bring it back to normalcy right about now so when Natalie and I first got together I used to play music for her all the time to get her in the mood for my food (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my god you're making us you know no 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 I'm taking that just very literal Ryan's a great cook and he's talking about real food (laughs) I make delicious sausage The one song that got her the hungriest (laughs) was this one that I call My Fart Will Go On. Do you remember this one, babe? Unfortunately. Every night I eat beans, I'll see you, I'll feed you, that gas builds inside me, hold on, far across my orifice, that space between my butt, it has come, I hope it will go on Here, farts, so clever you are I conceived up this fart to go on Oh Opening the door Now it's here It's my fart And my fart will go on and on Stench can leave us one time But last for a lifetime And 
never let go till we're gone. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Ah, I remember I had that on in the background during one ah. of our textbook passionate makeout sessions. Remember that one? Ah, the memories. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be together if this was all true. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that liked it. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Jeff, what have you been up to, man? Well, let me first tell you that I do like hard wooden inserts. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too. I do. Um, I agree. I agree. They're, they're freaking great. I took a recommendation from you guys to start watching Inventing Anna. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we started watching that. And I started it not really realizing that it was a true story. And oh. oh, you didn't? Well, I watched the first episode, and at the beginning, it's like, this is true, except for all the parts that are made up. I'm like, well, maybe it's made up. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, so, well, how do I know what the truth is and what is not? <laughs> yeah, so right. then I was like, oh, it's uh, it's real. So I, And then I, I liked it more now that I knew it was real. We're on episode, like, five or six. It's already a little too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish it was, like, four episodes and be like, just give me four hours of this story, but... Um, the the actress that is playing Anna, who also plays Ruth in uh, that other show, Ozark, she's Ozark. she's really good. Looking? I, uh, well, I, I think she looks good in this. <laughs> okay, I, have, I haven't yeah, seen her before. Um, well, he hasn't seen either of these shows, but she's definitely better looking than in Ozark. In Ozark, she's a little... Well, like, that's not a high bar. A little yikesy? Um, but, the, but she's just like, she's... I don't know, I feel like she plays this role well. She sounds really weird. But yes. I'm I'm hoping that that's what this girl actually sounded like. I I, I wish that oh. I tried to like find like what she sounded like in real life, or I was like trying to look up like a a German Russian accent because I'm like when I first started watching it, the accent that she used, I was like I was like oh this actress is just like botching this. But then I'm like well maybe this is what it sounds like, and I just have no idea. Yeah, or is she? Is she faking all of that, right? Is I, I don't I don't know some yeah. of it, but man, she sounds weird. It doesn't sound real. It sounds like if I was forced to make up a weird accent. Yeah, it was good like that. <laughs> but but it can't be that bad, right? You can't it yeah, can't be. I think nothing is supposedly worse than the Dick Van Dyke British accent. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was like years and years and years ago. I'm sure everything's okay now. Yeah. People, people, there's, there's consultants that people are yeah. like, I'm sure there was like an actual English person that was like, you know what, Dick Van Dyke, you got it right. That's perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where now yeah. I feel like that probably would happen. I'm sure that, that they wouldn't have let her like talk like that this whole series. Yeah, they wouldn't let her when be it was that like bad. Way off. Yeah. I think so. I also, <laughs> I finished finally. My pub meeple rankings. <laughs> that took you. That had to be like a month. That was will, that a month? I will net. Okay, I might have said this last time. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I went <laughs> through. I went through these. Totally doing it again. Uh, I went through these <laughs> stages of like at the beginning. I'm just like yeah, yeah, and I'm like going, I'm clicking, excited. boom, clicking on go. my phone, going on my phone, and then at lunch I do it on my phone a little bit, and then I do it on the computer, and then I do it on my phone, bang, 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 and then there's this like middle <laughs> section between like probably thirty percent and eighty percent where I just want to die. <laughs> like it's just like it won't a lot of person stop i'm just like there's so many damn games. and it seems like i get excited when i know that they're my, my top games right when i'm like when i'm like all right underwater cities and and trajan and trajan and this right like i get excited with that yep and then fun. it throws me what seems like for an eternity down at like the bottom like comparing exploding kittens and and like cards against humanity and i'm like why like, the who cares fuck am i like i don't care <laughs> yes. about these two like i want it like just give me my top 20 
But I, I, w- I, w- just... I wish you could do a, a Pub Meeple rankings. Like the next Pub Meeple rankings you do, it'd be awesome if it knew, if it like saved your prior history. And yeah. then it could only start with like your top 50. Yeah, if I could just take and add yeah. games maybe. Or yeah. like add the new add games. New yeah. The new games yeah. added and then do your top 50. So I might just try to uh, use this as like the baseline and then insert games as I play them. Because there's a couple that I've played since I even started it. Like uh, Origins, I haven't... Um, Oh yeah, isn't on the list, but I think would have a decent standing in in sure. my favorite games. So maybe yeah. just finding like, oh, where do I like that, and just throwing it in there and seeing. But finally, it's done. There was a top. There's a top ten shakeup. There's some shakeup. Really? Oh hell yeah! I know there was. I know what it's gonna be. There's some. There's multiple shakeups. Malt in your top ten? Yeah. Wow. Damn. I don't know if I should I share it. Uh, one hundred percent. Or you could tease it for the patrons. I don't know. maybe maybe for the patrons i'll send to my bottom games send just send them your bottom (laughs) to my bottom just your bottom i'll photocopy my bottom yeah (laughs) i like how this is like over there just put put your bottom you know you know those like you see in like instagram where it's like these people are pouring like this like wax cast into like a bucket and then you know they people grasp hands and they put it in there and they hold it and then it makes it just do that with your bottom i like how all the things that we've said on the show already and we're referring to that as our bottom (laughs) <laughs> like, this is my bottom. Natalie used to call her vagina her front when she was yeah. younger. Yeah. Want to tell that story? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the end of the story. Yeah. I guess that's the story. When we yeah, were lower kids, front. me and Mrs. I never, we never said the word vagina. I never, I don't think I said it until I was like you just did. a teenager or an adult because my parents called it a, we called it a front. It's pretty weird. No. how we referred to our vagina and because my weird. mom would say that's like weird. wipe from the front to the back. So we thought it was called your front. Yeah, but did you think your butt was called the back? No, but we didn't know. Well, that logic would dictate that if the if she says logic of like a back, three-year-old, that wouldn't mean vagina to back. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, lick lick my front. Go <laughs> down on my front. You just never no. knew. Pound that front. <laughs> you just never knew it was yeah. called. The How do you like that front? How do you like it? Uh, I like a nice shaved front. <laughs> I used to also when I was young um, zip up hoodies. I would call them Batmans because I would what? put, I would like, makes less sense. I would put, uh, there was a reason yeah. I would put the hood over my head, but not have my arms in the sleeves so and like run a, around like it was a cape and be like, no, 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 Batman. Nelly, what <laughs> so you called it? Then my entire family, like me, like my parents and my sister and me would all call them Batmans. Like, go put on your Batman. <laughs> go put on your Batman. Nelly, go put on your Batman. Make sure you wipe your front. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe your front. Put your Batman on. I'm sure everybody has weird stuff like that. Give me that every day. Oh, yeah, we CD. Did. All right, you ready? You want to you hear the top 10? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, number one. Wait, wait, Uh-oh. hold on one sec. Okay, I'm holding. Do you know your old top 10? Yeah, it's sitting right. It's right next to me. Because we're yeah, recording right, remote. It's he right has here, an so entire shelf. It. Yeah, do you I do know it. Tell us your old one first. Okay, old top 10. Number one was Underwater Cities. Yep. Number two, Terraforming Mark. I think number one is safe. That's what I think. Number three, Trajan. Number four, okay. Orléans. Orléans. Number five, Trismegistus. Number wow. six was Detective. Number seven was Burgundy. Detective is falling, eight, I think. Chronicles of Crime. Number nine was Wait, Five Chronicles Tribes. Of Riddick. And okay. and number ten <laughs> was Homesteaders. So those were my okay. ten. All right. So let's hear the shakeup. Okay. Oh, okay. Shakeup. I'm gonna wait. Can I guess? Let me guess. You want to guess one through ten? I want to guess at what's what's gone. How about you guess? How about you try to guess my top ten, and I'll tell you yes or no in no, in no order. Just try to guess. 
know what I'm saying? Um, Underwater cities. Underwater cities for sure. On there, number one. Terraforming Mars for sure. Terraforming Mars is number five now. Trajan. Okay. Trajan for sure. Trajan is now bumped up to number two. Oh, yeah. That's why I think um, Detective is gone. I think no Detective. Detective has fallen off. Detective is Homesteaders as well, gone. Homesteaders has fallen off. Detective Ooh, is now 11. Homesteaders is 13. So what do we have so far? Underwater Cities, Trajan, and Terraforming Mars. Yeah. Uh, Bitoku. Bitoku is now number eight. Yes. Oh, snap. Okay. That was the one that I thought was going to make it on there. Holy crap. There's something else Tr new. Trismegistus is still on there? Yeah. Trismegistus is still yep, on there. That's still number, that's number four. So how many is that? Five. You have five. one, two, Castles three, four, five. Yeah. Do you think still on there? Castle. Ooh, yeah. Uh, do we say Trajan? Yeah. Do we say Underwater Cities? Yeah. Do we say Terraforming Mars? Yeah. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do we say yeah. the five? Yeah. See her face. Yes. Yes. Um, um, uh, you think Burgundy's on there? Uh, that's a tough. That's I know. Tough. I kind of felt like maybe that wasn't. No. Or maybe that's like low. Maybe maybe he switched. Did you switch out Burgundy with something like Tuberinth? Yeah. Shut well, what about <laughs> Cathedral? <laughs> no, tub tuberant. tuberant. Yes, is number eight. and bowling for zombies. Bowling for zombies. Oh, did Obsession make it on there? Obsession came in at number ten. Fuck yes! Wow. Yes, God, I'm so good. So, so you have two of the new games that are on there. So there's one new more new there? game. There's another new Ooh. game. New to the top ten. Oh shit! So we have six now. Six, yep. Des oh my god, is it Destiny's? Mm, no, no, but it's a good guess. Destiny's what was no. his favorite game of 2021. You've named a couple Bitoku. of other ones that are already I already said there. Bitoku, yeah. yeah. Destiny's came already, in at 33. I already said that, I did that already. Uh, I'm gonna guess then, I guess Orleon is still there. Orleon is still there. Orleon moved up a little bit to number three. Okay, what did he really like? So that's seven. We got seven, game? right? Yep, but there's one more that's new that we haven't gotten. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'm going to say Lost Ruins of Arnak is on there now. That's the other one. Yep. Nice. Good so that's the other newbie yep. to the top 10. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. So the two, the two that you're missing that are old that are returning is Castles of Burgundy mm -hmm. and uh, Chronicles of Crime. Oh, right. right. Chronicles of Riddick. And Chronicles of, Crime, Chronicles of Riddick has uh, moved, <laughs> I think, past Detective... Because of the content just keeps coming out and yeah. it's just fun. For sure. And we haven't played Detective in a long time, yeah. so that's Detective's has... harder to get played. But I, I would say, yeah. and you might agree with this, Jeff, that the those those plays that we had of Detective when it was the four of us were maybe the best of those of the crime games. I completely agree. Yeah, if you know what I if mean. If we'd have yeah. kept doing that, if we'd have had like three more plays or we'd have gone through the new stuff, the Vienna the new connection. Stuff, yeah. Or like Devin and I did the '80s, um, the Miami. I think it was Miami. I want to say it was Mike. My, my, I want to say Miami Vice, but it wasn't called that. Um, <laughs> but it was like a 1980s one, and we did that right at the beginning of COVID. So it's been two years since Devin and I even played any detective. So it's been yeah, like a long yeah. time. So that's kind of why I think it slipped. Yeah, for sure. It slipped out. So yeah, gross. for sure. No, um, that's awesome. I'm very. That's awesome, dude. I'm very happy that I got them all. That's all I really care about. Yeah, <laughs> being right. Yeah, I'm right. So yeah. that's cool. Now, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, but that's cool that you did the pub meeple rankings. I kind of want to go through and do mine again. I have a I have a free block of like two months coming up that I should be free enough to do that. Yeah, and um, I I didn't mind. I was like, I'm, I guess I'm just going to take a month to do it. So I have basically ranked the one through, and this isn't. I have 471. Um, 
So one through okay. four seventy one ranked, and that's not including you know there's games that I haven't logged plays in how many years sure. right since I've started yeah. logging yep. plays. So um, it's a and, cool tool. It just takes a while. Yeah, right. especially when you have. You know, if you're going, trying to get like 50 games, like, okay, that'll take a little bit of time. But it but, tells you definitively what is the best, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> whether you agree or not, that's what the best is. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time, but it tells you for you, so you don't have to figure yeah, it out exactly. with your brain. <laughs> Natalie, um, what have you been up to? Well, Ryan and I have been watching this really excellent show called Yellowstone. Excellent. Oh. This is my impression of Kevin Costner. <laughs> He kind of sounds okay, a little bit okay, honey. one part Jack Donaghy, one part Batman. Basically like a <laughs> western from the West. show with about these people who live in Montana and they have this big ranch, but they're kind of like, I don't want to say like mafia type. Well, they're kind of like gangsters, There's basically. some gangster situations. Cowboy in gangsters? A, in a, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, but like a cowboy version of it. That sounds like a smash up like character. The cowboy gangsters are coming. It does. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally it's does. It's really good. It's a good show. We've heard a lot of good things about it and, and they were correct. Um, yeah, we enjoy it. <laughs> so we're, we're watching almost, that. We're almost through that. Um, but I just wanted to tell you something really funny that happened today. I don't know if this is Uh-oh. funny. Uh-oh. I don't know how funny this is. <laughs> well, I think it's funny. So my dog, Hobbs, he got hurt a couple weeks ago and he's been on basically like dog bed rest. And so I have to like keep him on a leash and keep make him rest all the time. And when I go down, take him downstairs, I have to carry him down the stairs. Yeah, he's not allowed to walk up and down the stairs. Yeah, so oh, I have to like carry this 45-pound dog up and down the stairs and it's like really annoying. But anyways, um, so today in the middle of the day, I was carrying him down the stairs. Oh, God, please not fall. And the bottom of our stairs is like right next to our front door. And so I carried him down the stairs. And as soon as I like got to the very bottom of the the steps, I was right next to the front door. And right at that moment, someone knocked on the door, which was like a foot from my ear. And (laughs) and between that and then Hobbs immediately in my arms still started barking. It just scared the shit out of me. And I just let out this like uncontrollable like shriek. scream. It was oh. a, like, shriek. a shriek that I couldn't help Blood it. curdling. And then one, I was so embarrassed because now whoever's on the other side of this door totally <laughs> heard me. And t- so then I like go back and in, like back into the kitchen. I didn't open the door right away because I was kind of like, like frazzled and i like go back into the kitchen and i see ryan walking up the steps no, I wasn't from walking. the basement ho- with a knife out pointed out <laughs> <laughs> like ready. he's ready to come ready like, for danger <laughs> yeah ready for danger i he, was... he was like what's going on and i was like i was like someone knocked on the door right when i was next to it and it scared me and he was like i thought somebody was like breaking into our house and like attacking you he's that like, was the, what the scream sounded <laughs> yeah, like if you there's heard a the scream door, that sounds like knock. breaking into the house ready to attack a female <laughs> That was the scream Natalie let out. Yeah, because you you heard the knock, right? Did you hear the knock and then the no, scream? Li- so I'm in the basement. Literally, all I hear is ah, because it was like long. Yeah, it wasn't just like oh, it was like ah. I like it was almost like an out of body experience. Like I didn't even I didn't. It was almost like I was hearing someone else screaming. Like I didn't even know it was coming out of my mouth. It just happened. Well, you do like the you did scream at like a spider that was like. Mm-hmm. 10 feet from you the one time I was over you, know, you were like yelling yelling yeah right yeah. So, uh, that's all I hear from upstairs and I'm, that's not usual uh, the screams that we usually hear in the bedroom oh my god and this time so I like I like booked it upstairs with the, all I could grab was a knife and so I just like booked it upstairs with this with this knife like like I'm gonna do anything to anybody yeah. wait but you so were ready for it so then of course the guy is still standing at the door it was a it was like 
the pest place you know to like spray around the house for like bugs yeah and so then i'm like he's sta- it's like probably been like a few minutes now and i'm like he's still standing there i'm so embarrassed i have to like go open the door ryan can't open the door because he doesn't have any pants on like usual mm-hmm. and so like i go <laughs> open the door and he was just like is everything okay and i was like i'm like laughing i'm like yes i'm so sorry i was like told him what happened right. every party involved thought natalie was being accosted. Was, i was like yeah. just, i just got really scared <laughs> you know you just happened to knock like right when i was there and and he was like i wasn't sure if that was like a human scream or an animal scream <laughs> a human scream, animal scream. <laughs> so from the basement natalie is getting you know murdered and possibly taken yep. from the guy outside just trying to spray my house for bugs there's domestic abuse going on <laughs> yeah know, right it's like yeah. you probably thought i was a I'm like you probably thought I was beating you, and I was really coming to your rescue. If you open the door and I had a, a knife nut, in my yeah. hand, oh my he's God. gonna, you know, he sees yeah. me with a knife in my hand. He's calling nine one one. Yeah, it looks, it <laughs> looks like jail. you're the stabber. You're the attacker. Yeah, I'm the stabber, and yeah, I, we're in jail. And I'm like, no, no, he's the stabber. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> it was definitely ridiculous. That's my story. Oh my gosh. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, other than that, other than that <laughs> craziness going on, we have been playing games oh as well, which yeah. is pretty crazy. So, Natalie, Jeff, and I recently yes. got a new board and dice game to the table, the latest in the T-Series. Now, these games have a lot in common. They're mostly designed by the same people. They all start with the letter T, and they all have the same story. Danielle Tashini said to his young child, if he has one, and if not, it's his cat. He said, hey, child, or cat, do me a favor. I'm going to hit the T on the keyboard, and then after I do that, I just want you to walk on the keyboard for a while. <laughs> and then whatever the fuck happens, happens. Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah, that's how these names came out. So of all the incomprehensible names in the gaming world, I think the T games are perhaps the most. Maybe the GIF series, but these are a close second. The what series? The GIF series. So you have Yinch, you have Zertz, you have oh. GIF, you have Link, you have um, Devon. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, it's Devin. there's more. Yeah, sorry, Devin. <laughs> um, so the T games are a close second. Taya Tawakin, Tawantin Suyu, Zulkin, Tekenu, Trisma Justice, and now Tabanusi. I have absolutely no clue if I'm pronouncing those all correctly or if I'm offending an entire uh, long begone culture who are somehow cursing me through their board game. <laughs> well, the newest and possibly easiest to pronounce game of them all just at the table, Tabanusi. Uh, though, go ahead and try to spell it without Googling. Good luck, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> in Tabanusi, players are competing to score the most points by the end of the game in five different districts in the city of Ur. So they're going to be planning and constructing buildings, seeking out and activating technologies, and ascending up ziggurat, cigarette, and temple tracks. <laughs> all of these things will get you points that you need to win the game. The trick, doing it more efficiently than all the other players. The core mechanism of the game has players placing two meeples onto the board, a tall one called the architect, and a more normal-looking one called the assistant. The very first thing you do on your turn is you select a die from the current district that you're in. The number on that die is going to determine which district you will go to next, and you will move your tall architect meeple to that district. You then take that die into your pool, and the number on it is now meaningless, uh, and it just becomes a resource of whatever color it was. Then, using your assistant meeple, you get to take up to two actions in that current district that you're in. If you're in district one through three, these actions have to deal with planning uh, for and building buildings or gardens. Um, District four has you selecting technology tiles, and district five is all about going on the cigarette tiles, which are just (laughs) ways to score more points. District 12 revolts, and Rue dies, motherfucker. Uh, once <laughs> all the dice have been removed from a single district, a scoring round is triggered of only that district. Once five scoring rounds take place, the end game is triggered, 
and each district is then scored uh, one final time, and a winner is decided. This game is very heavy. It's really difficult to know what you need to do and how you need to do it to set yourself up to do anything meaningful at the beginning. The learning curve here is pretty large because uh, at the beginning of the game, you're free to select any district to start in. And all you have to go off of is a card that tells you how many buildings you need to place and how many districts to score some points. Everything revolves around the colors white, yellow, and brown, which Natalie fucking hates, which you'll learn in a few minutes. Those are the <laughs> colors of the buildings, the ziggurat tiles, the technology tiles, and the temple tracks. Each time you build a building, you choose a color, and that will impact how you do everything else in the game, because how far you are up a temple track is your scoring multiplier, uh to your buildings of that color. Resources are also very tight as you get one every turn when you take a die, and you also can get these permanent resources, though there are only a few of those up for grabs each game, so making sure you have enough um, and enough gold to do what you need to do before other players do that is a very difficult thing. Before you build a building, you have to plan for it by taking an action to place a tile of the color building you want to build in the district. If you don't have enough resources to build the building on that tile, other players may do it first, which isn't necessarily the worst thing, but it can certainly mess up your plans if you're not careful, though there are definitely other times you want them to build it for you for these other bonuses that you can get. So it's really tricky. Um, the game can end very quickly as scoring rounds can almost kind of stack as people take turns in districts back to back, taking dice from them each time. Uh, we had two two scoring rounds happen in basically two complete turns back to back, and that can be really jarring if you're not prepared. A big factor in all of these T games is timing, um, and this game has that in droves. Jeff and Natalie were off in this other district uh, while I was alone in one running out of running out the dice trying to score it. Uh, but Jeff saw me doing that and swooped in and cut me off the turn ahead of me to take a lot of those points away from me, which was maybe one of the more pivotal turns in the game, as if I score that district before he even gets there, he misses out on all these points. And that one turn can be the entire game. So it's very, very punishing and relies really heavily on timing. So things I liked about this game. I enjoyed the mechanism of having to choose where you're going next round before you even take your turn this round. It's a mechanism that forces you to play strategically or you're completely screwed. You must think ahead as literally you have to decide what you're going to do next turn before you even necessarily had a chance to decide what you're doing this turn. It's a really interesting idea and one that I've not seen before, or if I have, I can't think of it. That's the big gimmick for this game, for me. If you were to tell people about this game, that's the thing you'd mention first. Zulkan has the gears, Teotihuacan has that 3D temple, Takenu has the obelisk, Tabanusi has this. Now, I say gimmick, which has negative connotations, but in all the games I just mentioned, including Tabanusi, the gimmick works really, really well and is pretty satisfying. Now, this isn't just some tacked-on for effect type of thing. It's an actual fresh new idea that, again, I don't really think I've seen utilized before, and I think now that we've seen it, it will be utilized more by games in the future. I think it will be copied. Uh, the timing is another really cool thing I enjoy. Anything that makes you think about when to do something as well as what and how is another dimension to your decision-making that gives your brain that tired yet satisfying feeling uh, if you can pull it off. In all these games, the when matters almost as much as the what. Like I said in that example before, it, Jeff was had this plan, but if he didn't enact it at that moment, he loses out on a ton of points, even though he knew exactly what he was going to do. 
And so he was able to do that and pull it off in the right timing, which really gave him a lot of points. So I think that's really, really cool. And one of the, one of the better things about this game, things I don't really like so much, um, there's not a lot that I necessarily actively don't like. There was a situation that happened, and I'm sure Jeff will talk about it when he explains uh, his thoughts in our game, where a card was was won, and that card's reward felt a little bit ticket to ride, getting tickets like, uh, which was a pretty bad feeling. Um, but honestly, it was a learning curve type situation. None of us understood the implications of that card really until it was until Jeff took it, uh, and if we had, we probably would have all vied much harder for that. Um, however, it did seem a little bit, you know, overpowered, I guess, and that kind of sucked a little bit. The The end of the game saw all three of us within three points of each other, and then that card was just like, oop, 20 more, uh, which shot, I guess, like I said, shot Jeff ahead by what felt like an unfair margin, although it didn't really end up mattering because we were we were separated by three points. He was the one in front by the one by three. So that's the only thing that happened that I was like, okay, I don't like that that can happen. But also, it was kind of a perfect storm situation in a way, um, and more plays of that with that card will yield different play because we would know about that so mostly my issue with this game i think though is that everything other than the cool gimmick of the player turn and the dice felt very uninspired to me everything else we have seen time and time again building buildings by placing your marker on a tile wasn't really new or exciting going up these ziggurat and temple tracks felt really the same uh the technology tiles weren't cool enough that they made the game that much more exciting if you got them we all got like five or six of them and it just it didn't seem to matter that much i didn't one time think to myself like oh wow this is so awesome i'm really liking this and in games like this i usually do feel that way i don't necessarily think a game has to do something new for it to be good which is what it probably sounds like I'm saying, but it really just seemed as though we've seen all this before. All of these T games have temple tracks, technology tiles, interesting ways to use dice. I think I was hoping maybe for like one more dimension. Like Teotihuacan has the building of the temple with the 3D components, as well as that cool rondel mechanism and the leveling up of your dice. Zulkin has the gears and also that idea where you're either putting your workers on or taking them off. Tekenu has the obelisk as well as the scales on your player board that you have to balance. Tabanusi to me has the way you take your turn with the dice and the architect and everything else seems copy pasted from other games that we've played. I was really hoping for another thing to get it from good, not great to great for me. And it just didn't really have that. I think it's missing something. And so for me, the game is in the good, not great camp. I think I had the least fun with it of all the T games I've played so far for that reason. Just like something is missing. But overall, I did enjoy it and I would play it again uh, for sure if somebody wanted to play it. But to me, I think, I think my overall thought is it doesn't seem to distinguish itself enough uh, for me to want to play it over something like Teotihuacan or Tekenu. Um, so what did you guys think? Jeff, if we are going in a clockwise Ooh. order, you are technically in the clockwise order what? today. So what, what did you think? Okay. <laughs> I had lots of similar thoughts. It's kind of funny because sometimes we, I'm like, oh, I have different things to say. And I have a lot of the similar things. So I, I think I liked it more than you did. I, I would put it in, uh, I think it's better than good, not great. Uh, I sure. don't think any of these T games are just good. Um, I think that, th I think the point of that is difficult though, because it is another T game. It's going to be compared to all the other T games. The right. expectations yeah. are high. Um, you know, this game being, even if you said it was just good, it's, it's the game is not crap. It's not for the sure. 90%, It is definitely right? in the 10%. It's in the 10%, absolutely. <laughs> and there, it, 
we even talked about it playing the game. How does someone's mind work like this to create this game? Um, Because of all the things you said, even though it did feel a little like, okay, I've seen those tracks before. I've seen the tech tiles before. I've seen that before. But how do you put those together into a way that makes a real game and a game work? Right? Because the game just does work. So people are going to compare these games no matter what, fair, unfair. They should be. There's, you know, they get the they get the uh, publicity of being a T game, so now you know you have to compare them. So there's a lot. There's yeah. big shoes to fill. Yeah, too. they're mm-hmm. they're using it as like a a marketing tool, right? It's it's the T games, so it's mm-hmm. like you know you better better step it up. So here's I I really love the management of the dice. I love how you took how you took actions and had to plan for your next action almost immediately, and you needed to think about the next step. And if you didn't, you were behind. Yep. Um, if you wanted to play the game willy nilly, and if, if you were like, I haven't played Tabanusi yet, let me just play. You could just go to a spot, take a die and then go to your next spot and do the best thing there and take a die and do the best. You know, you could do that if you wanted to, if that was kind of the feel of the game and you just wanted to see it. Um, but if you wanted to play the game, you have to think about your next step. You have to. Um, and I think that created some really cool moments in our game, and I think it will create cool moments in future games because you have to be flexible enough and have and make tactical decisions in the moment and pivot from your original plan. You know, Natalie moving to a spot and taking a die is like, okay, now I can go there and I'll trigger the end of the round. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now I put that in my control. Yep, that timing aspect. Yeah, or do I not go there because I need another turn. I need one more turn to get another resource before Natalie is going to end it on her turn, right? Or do I go somewhere else to get an extra point over here in this building section? Um, I liked that you could have a plan, but you needed to be flexible. You need to be tactical in some of your decisions. Um, And that comes down to a little bit of the timing also. I think that mesh together really well um you know there's a lot of the stuff that i like in normal games i like tactiles in games i like tracks i like multipliers and bonuses and end game cards and stuff like that that um i've always liked those in games but mm-hmm. like you said it did feel like i've seen all those before this didn't do anything brand new i would think the thing on the tech track that i i did like is racing up on one didn't get you anything throughout the game. You kind of had to be sort of equal because you got bonuses for every time all of your uh, little, you know, your markers were on oh, the, the same the temple, space the as you moved up. Yeah. yeah, on the track. So I liked that, that you had to sort of be equal, right? You couldn't just race up yep. one and get all your points on one, um, which you could do in a game like Zolkin. You could try to, you know, focus on two or three of them and you or one or two of them and you just try to fly up on those to get points. Uh, you need to be a little more, I think... Um, cognizant of where you are in all three of those tracks right. as you move up. So I think my biggest like about the game is is the dice, right? And I think you, so you said this too, and I have this written down. All the T games have a thing, is what I said. Yeah, yeah. Teotihuacan yep, has a pyramid. Takenu has the obelisk. Zulkan <laughs> has the gears. Yep. You guys Tawantin are so Suyu, cute. We are cute. Tawantin Suyu has a, you know, they're the, it's the pyramid, it's like the, Tawantin Suyu and this game I don't know if they have the thing. 
I think the thing in Tabanusi is that you have to plan your next turn. Yeah, while the dice. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the that's the pull. Like move right. to your next place before you even start your career. That's craziness. Turn. Yeah, and yeah. I think that is with um, with this and Tawant and Suyu, they both have this. You have to be a lot more tactical in your decision because when a meeple goes down in Tawant and Suyu, you have to make a choice now of like how many surrounding meeples. Now I can put my green meeple over here. That kind of stuff, and maybe that's why these two in my opinion, felt the heaviest out of all the T-games um, because it was it was both strategic and tactical and a little bit of AP of thinking about, well, what happens if Ryan does this or what if Natalie does that? And um, so the, I, I don't know. I, I'm always going back. I'm going back and forth all day about um, where this one ranks in my, uh, in my top T-games. But... Um, Things that I'm not really, I, I don't, didn't love. And I think part of it was what you said. I don't know if I loved the actions that I was doing. Um, yeah. When I moved to a space, it wasn't an exciting action that I was taking. The excitement was how I moved to that space and what do I do next. Um, the decision was exciting, but the action itself was not, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I completely um, agree. I didn't, I'm probably in between the two of you of the art and iconography. So we'll hear the, uh, the anti that in a moment. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> and I, what else did I, um, oh, I wrote down the weights. So this is again, BGG weights of the T games. I don't know if you're interested oh, yeah. in hearing Oh yeah. I want to hear this. This is So good. if we're including Trismegistus in the T games, sure. um, Trismegistus would be the heaviest at a 4.12, which I would agree that that would be the heaviest out of all of them. Okay. Um, any guess on what the next heaviest one? Tawantin Suyu. You'd think. Yeah, I thought that too. Tekenu is, is the next heaviest. Oh, which, yeah. I do remember seeing Tekenu oh, really? as, as a heavier weight. And I felt that when I played Tekenu the first time. I felt that for some reason I felt that as being, I just like didn't super get hard. for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And then and then Tawant and Suyu, those are very, very close. It's like splitting hairs between the two. Then Tabanusi as being the third heaviest. Teotihuacan oh, wow. as being. Fourth heaviest though, right? Yeah. Tabanusi would be the fourth. Yes, four. Sorry, because I didn't write Christmas wow. just now. Yeah. Tabanusi's fourth, and then Teotihuacan and Zolkin being the easiest weight. But I think that, again, with BGG has to do with rules. Compli- that's the easiest. You, you can teach that game in 10 minutes. Absolutely. But the hard part it's funny because I would argue that Zolkin for me is is the hardest. Yeah. I, I thought know? that that's probably for both of you. I think Zolkin is probably the hardest. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I think Tuantin Suyu is hard for me. Okay. Yeah. But Tuantin yeah. Suyu takes 30 minutes to teach, and so did Tabanusi. And I bet Zolkin would. Zolkin takes 15. Yeah. The rule set yeah. is so simple. But no, man, for that's sure. A, that's a brain yep. blower upper. So anyway, I'm I'm in the. I think it's better than good, not great, um, because it's it's a T game and it's very good. Um, it's just not my favorite T game. But I think yeah. it's yeah. I think it's better yeah. than good, not great. But I hear you. They do they yeah. do all kind of lump together yeah. as one entity. You know, almost like Vitel Lacerda's got his games that feel just different than everything else that you play. The T games they have their own kind of thing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Natalie, right, what did Natalie, you think? Here we go. Um, all right. Well, I had a lot Bash of Bash the artwork. We get it. You hate it. Yep. Well, you guys just like gotta ruin it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you wanted to be the first one to say you hate the art? <laughs> no. <sighs> okay, so I kind of I had similar feelings as both of you. I think I felt maybe like kind of like in between you as far okay. as how I liked it. Mm, uh, I thought that right, <laughs> right in between. She's right in the middle. That so, kind of in between. Okay. <laughs> so this is it's we it was it was weird. 
it was a kind of a unusual feeling i feel like that i had during this game because okay it started out where i just felt completely lost that was not the game's fault that was just it being the first play of this game and i was kind of just like what am i doing i didn't really kind of quite get like the process you know um and how it flowed and so that was like i was like really struggling like we kept saying like every time it was my turn i'd be like oh man it's my turn again <laughs> like i gotta figure this out oh, i gotta do something but that quickly after several turns went away and you know i kind of started to get into the groove and and i was enjoying it but the weird thing is at the end of the game I felt like I did pretty well and I felt like I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't at the same time say that it was fun. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't like excited or like, like, oh, that was so fun. I was more just like, yeah, I enjoyed that. But because of that, like Ryan was like, would you like pull, like play this again? Like if we were sitting down and we're like, what do you want to play? I don't think I would say I would pull that out. Yeah. And I think part of the reason um is one i didn't have that excited feeling but two the the flow of it was hard to get into and i the way that we play games which is there's a lot of time in between playing them yeah repeatedly very true i think that that would i would have that like feeling all over again you know like right we'd have you're right we'd have to play this pretty soon to be able to grok the entire rule set and yeah. start, you know, yeah. if we if, even if a month or two went by, I think we'd be like, what? How do we do this again? Right. Yeah, exactly. I get it. But I mean, at the, having said that, I did enjoy it. I agree completely with you guys that I my favorite part of the game was, um, you know, the whole dice thing and, and, and how you move and, and have to plan ahead. And, you know, you can your next place you can go depends on what the dice in your current place says. And like all of that was really interesting and i did like that um and i agree with jeff i also really liked i like tracks and games too and i like how this one had a different thing to it where um going up the tracks was basically just like a multiplier but at the same time it also gave you benefits when you um kept your little markers even going up the tracks um but the worst part about this game was by far not just the art, the art, the colors, and the iconography. And if you've listened to this podcast a long time, you know that <laughs> that stuff doesn't really normally bother me. She was me. pissed. She, she was, was like pissed. I have never was, seen her so angry. She shrieked as loud as when she carried her dog down the stairs and someone knocked at the door. Oh my <laughs> gosh. The, I've never was, seen someone so mad at the colors white, yeah, yellow, and brown. She was really like people mad. People complain about like art in all these games and most of the time I'm the one who's like that didn't really bother me. But this one it was like barf. Like, like Natalie, the we didn't even start the game. You looked at it. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, she was like, what that? the fuck? You're like, is that this looks crack? like it that, and so... it's stupid. Yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah, you really were. You were like, oh, god damn. You were, you were as mad as me trying to throw little cotton balls into a, a wooden, a, a, you know, a cardboard boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's so Spoilers. bad. I mean, I get that they like had the probably did those colors to try to like keep it on some sort of theme. I don't fucking know. Oh. But like the the little like buildings. That kind of look like the Santorini little plastic square yes. buildings. Yes. They were like white, this putrid yellow, putrid. and like brown. Putrid. You know, it was just like putrid. looking at them in a pile together. I'm just like, 
Ew. Like, <laughs> Ew. And then she actually wafted her hand over the pile of them and she was like, what is this? Ew. And then, what, is what is this? this? Just like the whole board and artwork, the iconography was not. It was <laughs> not intuitive. I like hated yeah. it. I mean, okay, if there was like a gold, then obviously you get a gold. But like if there was ever like anything more complicated than that, like a building and stuff, every single time we'd have to be like, look it up. Well, you because would. I, I it knew was exactly not. What they did. No, I think. I don't think you, so. No, I you did. Okay, you. I know everything. You did not. I know everything about everything. <laughs> we were all like, "What does this mean?" And we we're like, "I don't. I don't know." And just by looking at it, we couldn't even figure it out. So that means bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't completely Anyways. disagree with you. I don't no, think it I was. I don't think it point. was good. Yeah. I don't think it was good. I, I don't think it was like the worst fucking thing. Jeff's <laughs> in the middle but of this. It wasn't gonna, good. You're absolutely right. I was. I actually had a hard time reading like the goal cards and like. Sometimes the yeah. numbers, like a one, looked like a slash. Sometimes, yeah, I, there that was, was a weird. couple weird things. You're absolutely right, but man, yeah. were you? So for pissed? some reason, in this in this game, all <laughs> of that angry. bothered me when that stuff normally doesn't. So I don't know what that tells you, but it tells you it was it had to be bad. It had, it to, had be. to be bad. Um, if it pissed you off that much. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like I had something else to say. You're like that's yet. it. Those are my entire thoughts. The art yeah. another, I'm like a, just a comment. So he's oh. like, this might be. Go ahead, Nelly. I don't want to. I no, want no, you to no. lose your thought. The very, Go. My very last point that I wanted to say, because you guys kind of said it too, is where it fits into my T game ranking. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like it's smack dab in the middle. Okay. So if that oh, okay. tells you anything, like I didn't, I don't, I remember I did not enjoy Zolkin or Tawantin Suyu. Sure. I really liked Takenu and Tewakin, and I enjoyed sort of this one. This one. Um, but I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. So I think it's like right in the middle. Got it. So if you like T game, so for like saying you wouldn't reach for it all the time in the T-Game series, you'd still reach for it in front of other games. If we didn't have Teotihuacan and Tekenu or know those existed, I think yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think because we have Teotihuacan and Tekenu, we have all the T-Games, yeah. I think no. And I also think yeah. like, but it's also one of those games where like, you know, we're at a nerd fest and someone's like, do you want to play this? I'd be like, yeah. Right. I, I agree with like, that too. You know, me and Ryan, we have a whole thing of games. I'm Yeah. I'm, Definitely 100% well, would not be like, because, I really want to play that, or I want to put that on my play again list. I don't think so. Well, because like you said, it, it, in the T games, they are all very similar in a lot of ways. And so we have all the T games. And so to me, this is one of the, on the lower end. So I would always want to play all the other ones before it. But again, if if like you were over Jeff or something, you were like, I really want to play Tabanusi again. I'm not going to be like, ugh. Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, not like, I, I didn't I like dislike it. it. Right. Yeah, because it's but it's not it's, yeah it's it's no it's good. not a bad but game. again when it's we only bad game, have to like, compare it me, it's in the ten percent it's in the yeah. middle and that's how I feel about it it's like in the middle range of games I like right I think the issue is we have games that are in the high range and we just always want to be still, playing those yeah 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 but yeah okay so anyway that's Tabanusi Builders of Ur by uh, Daniel Tashini and Board and Dice so check that one out if you are a fan of the T games or if you're just a fan of Good games. quality games because it's a good quality yeah, game with shitty is. artwork apparently. <laughs> Jeff, what about colors. you, man? What you got? What you got okay. over there? I've been playing some games. Yeah. Okay. You guys like Frankenstein and/or Frankenstein's monster? I like it so much I want to buy it and then sell it before I play it. That's how much I like it. Oh. <laughs> you should do that. We'll be right back. Um, <laughs> and so I am probably so we're gonna talk about Frankenstein. I'm gonna refer to Frankenstein. Please, I don't want to get an email or something in the Discord monster. about calling it Frankenstein's monster. It's or Frankenstein's it's monster, Doctor Frank. Just don't even bob. Don't waste my time or yours. Okay, you know what I'm fucking talking about. Okay, 
If I say Frankenstein, you know I mean the monster. Don't be a douche, okay? Don't be that guy. So, um, we all, I, this theme is cool. So I'm talking about the game Abomination, the heir of Frankenstein. And, it's a plaid hat game, right? It's a plaid hat game. And there's a little bit, and this is just kind of going completely kind of sideways, so but it has a little bit of like crossroads in it. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah for sure. So plaid hat, I think, so plaid hat was part of that big conglomerate of the, uh, who bought everybody again for a while? AEG? Nope, no, try again. Um, you can do it. ATM? I'm not going to say it. You can do it. Ooh. You're close. Asthma day. Yeah. I remembered. Okay. I know so, the A. They, they ATM. got out of that. <laughs> They somehow like wiggled their way out of like captivity, and they bought some of their oh, games. Are back. they so, like, not? Are they not a part of Asmodee anymore? I don't believe so. I think they bought most of their titles back, except a couple. Um, I did not know that. Okay, I'm pretty sure they left. So, I think Abomination came with them, so they now still have have control of that. But in Abomination, you get the chance to build a Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. Don't email me. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, and it only takes like an entire fucking day to play this game. But um Right. That was the that was the whole reason we got rid of it. Now, yeah. so in Abomination, the Heir of Frankenstein, they have the designer has came has come up and posted on Board Game Geek and put it on the Plat Hat website as an official variant called the Igor variant. Which shortens okay. the game. And oh. this is what I have played. So this is what I I'm reviewing the Igor variant. Oh, really? Yes. So okay. The designer, I should probably have. Uh, do you known. know? Do you know what it what it fix or what it yes. how it reduces the time? Okay. Yeah. So I'll um I'll so kind of touch okay. on the points that I know uh, that it fixes or changes. So if you've played regular Abomination, you'll know what I'm talking about and how it how it kind of shifts that. But yeah, the designer and and the team at Plaid Hat has come up with this, or someone else did, and they've approved it. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um. But the Igor variant is is out there and I'll give a slight spoiler. This is probably the only way I'll ever play this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because our play took, took almost three hours for our first. And that's play. the short version. Whoa. And that's the short version. So we took probably two and a, and I, again, that would probably speed up, blah, blah, blah. But I don't want, I don't want to play this game. I don't want to <laughs> play this game you. for four hours. So <laughs> don't email Jeff telling, saying, Hey, play for four hours. Yeah. Play this for four hours. And it's Frankenstein's monster douchebag. Um, so, Again, very cool theme. You are creating a Frankenstein monster. That is a cool thing. It's freaking you start cool. with your you own like laboratory board, and you start with a couple body parts already on that board. And the body parts, Natalie, two arms, two legs, a and middle a torso, and a head, and a one front. <laughs> <laughs> and you wipe it front to yeah, butt. You wipe it front. Or you can put a penis or a front. You can pick either one. <laughs> yeah. of those. Okay. Um, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six body parts. Yes, yeah, six body parts: head, torso, two arms, two legs. You start with a couple already in your laboratory. That is, if you've played the regular version, you start with nothing. If you play Igor, you start with a couple body parts. So that like gets you going. Okay. The okay. I I attribute this. Um, I think this uh this ex this variant is similar to like the prelude in terraforming Mars or even the little jumpstart pack in, in underwater cities that just kind of gets you started, which is a good thing because yep. you'd yeah. spend the beginning of the game doing fucking nothing. Uh, right. <laughs> so you start with a couple body parts. There is a huge main board uh, with the city. Is it London? Where does that, where does that book take place? 
Sounds what? weird. You start with a couple uh, yeah, body probably parts. Probably some yeah. Europeanish nation area. So, so somewhere there. Okay. Europeanish. And Europeanish. So scattered throughout the main board are these worker placement space. So this is a worker placement game, a little bit of resource management, mostly worker placement. And here's where the game gets a little morbid. Uh, (laughs) The vast majority of these spaces. uh, Natalie, do you know a lot about this game? A little bit? You know it's like Frankenstein? Uh, We've never played it, but no. Okay, I mean, I know, so, kill people. I know that you like kill people, maybe. Yeah, the, the vast majority of these spaces are ways to get human body parts. <laughs> yeah. Like for your monster. So to turn yeah, your, to, to like take these body parts and then make your monster out of it. So the resources in the games, instead of like gold and silver and coal, are blood, bones, muscle, organ, and animal parts. <laughs> animal oh parts? God. Yeah, so animal you parts can, can be subbed parts? in for these other things. Ew. And you get like bones, like oh my bones. So yeah. <laughs> so it's like this red cube instead of being like oh it's velvet, it's just blood. So you can like have the head of a squirrel on your monster. No, you're basically what it, it what it's kind of saying is like you're using animal parts could be like a like squirrel blood. So you'd be using oh, it as I blood. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So you're like taking these things like and smushing them heart. together. I feel like it's like play doh. You like have the things and you smush them together into an arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so these places are are different. There's like the hospital. There's the morgue. You can go dig up bodies in the cemetery. Wherever you can find um, dead people. You can go to the pound and like, have, yo, look, there's a dead dog there and take those body okay, parts. Okay, so at least they're already <laughs> dead things. Well, not, some not, of them. Well, and then there's one space that's just the dark alley where you can go fucking kill someone. <laughs> like your spot, you put your worker there and you murder someone. Well, and because you get fresh it, body yeah, parts. Fresh. Fresh. Oh, they're okay. fresh. So, Depending That's on where fresher. you go, you get the fresher. You get the fresher <laughs> one if you kill someone. So depending on where you go, you get different freshness of body parts. So if you go to the cemetery, you're going to get a lot of bones because there's bones. You're going to get no like blood, right? Because you're in the cemetery. Yeah. And if you go to the morgue, you're going to get like slightly older organs and stuff. So they are like aged a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you use the fresher body parts in your Frankenstein I'm going monster, on break. the the more points you kind of get. So you want fresher stuff, but you might get a better discount if you go dig up a body. That's crazy. Wow. That's and cool. you also That's have sexy. to manage these like there's like reputation and um, humanity and intelligence or these like little dials you have to manage too. So you can't just go and murder all the time, right? Yeah. Um, if you keep murdering and murdering. Your humanity goes way down. You lose a bunch of points, and you're like gotcha. you're a terrible person. Um, you lose like workers and stuff like that. So once you've collected these parts, you have blood and bones and organs and these cubes sitting in these different spaces. Um, everybody at the end of the round simultaneously gets to to turn these cubes into your body parts. <laughs> so it it'll t- it tells you like the resource conversion. You might need two organs and four things of blood and bones, and you get a torso, right? So you do, do and turn yeah. it into that. Um, you then also have to, at some, you don't have to, but part of the game is essentially trying to turn your body parts into life. Yeah, electroshock. And flip the switch to try to like bring them alive. And boy, that's not easy. Um, (laughs) It's like a a one of three. It's like two of six on a, on a die to roll, to like shock your body to life. And that just kind of gets you more points. Uh, The points... Again, if you're playing the regular version versus the uh, Igor variant, the points have shifted a little bit to kind of even out um, not rolling well and just being completely boned in the in the, the <laughs> bad rolling department. 
Um, so you play eight rounds. So eight rounds, you're gonna be placing your workers out, collecting these bones and organs and all this kind of stuff, trying to turn your monster into a livable, crazy monster. Why four people are doing this all at the same time in the same city, I don't know. Um, <laughs> in the regular game, you play 12 rounds. So in this okay. game, you play eight. Wow. Okay. So you play, what is that? A quarter of le- a, le- a quarter of a less of a game. Does that make sense? And it was still three hours. Holy cow. And, yeah, really? Yes. So, and what sucks about this game is if you play 12 rounds, you start with nothing. So your first like three rounds are just trying to get those one or two body parts that the Igor variant already starts you with. Yeah. You feel okay. like you have an engine going instead of just like, <coughs> God, I have nothing, right? Right. Um, I would, n- I would never play. I don't ever want to play 12 rounds. I want to play the game again because it's fun, but I don't want to play the 12 round version ever. So yeah, that's here too is some of my thoughts. That game is morbid. Um, if you have feelings... <laughs> Or you get easily like emotional during this kind of don't maybe maybe don't play this one. So you really feel it. If you get bogged down, like the little cards when you go to the morgue, there's like kind of a there's a picture of like a person with their eyes closed, like they're dead, right? Oh Um, man, it's art though. Like it's with that being said, it's definitely thematic, right? The positive side of that you you feel like the theme is there. Yeah. It's in the artwork. It's in the the well, you're little probably bloody. Saying like, I need this blood so I can put this arm on the, you know, like so you're yeah, ca- you probably kind of say that. like talking about this weird thing you're doing. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I need more bones. Like, you just <laughs> you bones. have to oh my bones. <laughs> Let me you have to dig remove, up this grave. <laughs> just remove yourself. It's not you're not really doing yeah. this right. Remove yourself. Right. It's not like a re- it's not like this is a real historical event of mm-hmm. these things happening. So yeah. if you can remove yourself from the fact you're collecting organs. Um, you can find this game really, really thematic. Um, I thought the game was was pretty smooth for how long it was. Uh, there wasn't a lot of like rules checking. Um, the spaces were easy to understand and what you could do there and what you couldn't do there. Um, I liked that everyone was building their body parts at the same time, that there was some sort of simultaneous play, which made it feel like you're moving. Um, yeah. Because if it was one at a time at the end of the round, that would again make this game now even longer. I think the thing that I enjoyed the most that turned this in that turned this from a random worker placement rolling thing was managing those um, the re- reputation, humanity, and whatever the other dial was essentially. So as you did things, you had to manage who you were as a person, kind of. Because um, if you kept losing humanity, you might actually like lose points, or you might lose a worker because that worker's like, "I'm not working for you anymore. You're a piece of shit. You just keep killing people in the alley." Um, right. So I then liked, take him out to the alley and kill him. Yeah, and then you kill him for his blood. And then, um, so I also thought the the story moments uh, were kind of cool. Like there was a couple ones that that triggered. Right, it's like you hold on to it, and it's like if someone visits the hospital, read it, and they they make a choice. They weren't the most exciting. I didn't want them to be like huge swings. Like all of a sudden, it's like oh, you get fifty of this, or you win. Like I didn't want it to be over the top stories, like Tales of Arabian Nights or something. Um, <laughs> But there were a couple moments where it was kind of like funny where, you know, this person shows up, you make a decision based on that person, and it might just close a worker placement spot or it might add an extra card somewhere. So it didn't completely change the game, but it created little round events that sort of replicated just like the world, I guess. Um, Things I didn't necessarily like, it was long. Um, It was long even with eight rounds. Again, I think it will go quicker. Uh, I can't imagine playing this type of game with some of the randomness for four hours um that That sounds crazy bananas so there is some randomness in activating your like flipping the switch right and 
I guess that's thematic in, you know, it's electricity. It's the year, who the hell knows? There's not electricity, so you're trying to use lightning. Like, I get it's being thematic, but fuck. I spent all this time trying to roll this dice. I spent some resources, and now I can't even make my left arm alive, so I don't get any yeah. points. But everybody yeah, else gets terrible. to do it. And there's right. not a ton of ways to, like, mitigate it. There's, there's like, a re-roll or, like, an extra die here and there, but it's not, like... It's not completely mitigating. So you're still at the at the, the mercy, mercy of, of the randomness. Yeah, yeah. and that, yeah. that can feel shitty. Um, you know, it came down. Joe and Dave were like neck and neck, and Joe rolled his last turn and rolled well, and Dave didn't, and Joe won. Um, so it's yeah. like they played, maybe they played the same game the whole way through, and Joe ha- having to roll that one die differently. And yeah. Well, after three that's hours, that's I know. so annoying. Like, oh, a die roll like is the difference between winning and losing. Yeah, and versus like I was in like last by like a million, so I was like, well, I just wasn't good. Um <laughs> But I wasn't rolling rolling really well either. So um, anyway, there's there's a couple little things to, to Natalie's point of Tabanusi. I thought the board was humongous, lacked some iconography, which made some things like confusing. The board was so big and there wasn't like discard piles for some of the cards. You just had to like put them off to the side or there wasn't <laughs> space. It just seemed weird. Like this is a worker placement space and you're drawing these cards put the deck there right don't yeah. put it on the other side of the board like, yeah. it's just weird put a spot there especially when you make the board so fucking large um but overall i'm not playing this game without the igor variant if you have played this game and you're like this is way too long i can't play with my game group look up the igor variant i-g-o-r look that up on board game geek use that there are printable things that you can print that sort of help you with player aids in that variant um that might be an easier way to get this game to the table on a game night to play it in two to two and a half hours instead of three to three and a half hours. I know that this theme can really probably pull a lot of people in. I know it's one of Peter's favorite games. and <laughs> That makes sense. He gave me a hard time because I posted about it when I was playing it uh, a handful of weeks ago on on Instagram. And he messaged me like two days later. and He's like, you never told me how you liked it. So you must have hated it. And now our friendship's over. Um, <laughs> and I was like, whoa. So... Anyway, if you don't take the theme too seriously, I it, you can you can kind of have fun with like joking around about blood and bones and guts and organs and Frankenstein and that kind of Taking stuff. Taking you out to the dark alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then murdering people in the dark alley. Yeah. And so overall, I think this is this is good, not great, especially in with it it would be lower than that with a 4-hour play. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm excited to try maybe something slightly different in my strategy next turn to just maybe try to completely ignore rolls. Maybe I can do something different where rolling dice doesn't matter. Um, but it's it's definitely good, not great. Maybe borderline better than good, not great. Close. Okay. But that's kind of where that's where yeah. I'm at with okay. Abomination, Abomination. Cool. by a Plaid Hat Games. All right, all right. Well, we've been playing lots of blank and rights lately as they've really been speaking to me. And so I picked up Imperial Settlers Roll and Write and Natalie and I got it played. The first thing that struck me was how light and quick this game was. I was really expecting a tad heavier of a game, um, but that's because of games like Hadrian's Wall, Three Sisters, and Rar and Right that we've been playing a lot lately, which aren't really your basic light blank and rights. Um, so I guess maybe I've been kind of in this mode where like every roll and write blank and write game is like that. So Imperial Settlers roll and write is definitely on that much, much lighter side. Uh, the goal is to score the most points 
at the end of 10 rounds, each round, four dice are ruled. Three are resource dice, and the last one is an action die. The number on the action die is basically equivalent to how many boxes that you'll be crossing off that turn. Each player uses these four dice simultaneously. There's also like power tiles that each player will select each round that grants an additional benefit, like just giving you an extra action or a gold resource, which is like wild. Um, on, you have two player sheets, and on one of your two player sheets are tracks that require resources to cross off from left to right, uh, and they just score you victory points. On the bottom of that same sheet are these four farms uh, where you can harvest more resources to use that um, th- to you like maybe you didn't roll like so say you roll wood wood and stone and you didn't roll any food well you can get food from this farm and use it on your turn. On the other sheet are just buildings that you will build that will give you stuff. So one building just gives you a food resource at the beginning of every round, stuff like that. Another one will give you like an action if there were at least two of the same resource rolled on the dice. Uh, the buildings also have polyomino shapes associated with them that you can draw on the other sheet around those tracks that give you the victory points I talked about. You can only fill in a shape on those tracks if you first completed the spots on the tracks that you're going to outline. It's weird to explain, but it makes perfect sense if you're looking at it. If you're able to draw a polyominal shape on those tracks, then you get an additional benefit from the building to which it's attached. So for instance, if you draw the polyominal shape from the building that gives you the additional food each round, then you get to uptick that by one, and so now you'll draw, or you'll get two food each round if you draw that polyominal shape on there. That's it. That's the entire game. You roll dice, cross off boxes, outline those boxes with polyomino shapes, and at the end of the 10th round, you total up your score and the highest score wins, right? Hmm. Uh, So things I liked. The game was fun. What made it fun for me was the absolute quickness of it, which doesn't inherently mean fun, but what does inherently mean fun for me is crossing off boxes to get you stuff, and that (laughs) is great fun. And this game, you're literally just crossing off boxes to get points or abilities. There's not much action chaining at all, uh, so the game turns are lightning quick. There aren't a hundred things you can do, so depending on what you roll, you're kind of pigeonholed into doing that exact certain thing. And it was kind of a nice change of pace to the brain taxing games like Hadrian's Wall and Three Sisters, where every turn is somewhat a challenging decision, which I like, but this game frees you of that for the most part. And that's not to say there aren't decisions to be made. There definitely are, especially as you progress through the game. Figuring out which tracks to maximize, which shapes to draw, and which power tile to take each round is enough to not bore you to tears. However, I'm pretty sure I like this so much because it was a refreshing refreshing change of pace and not necessarily because the game is that good. So things I didn't like. (laughs) First of all, it feels absolutely nothing like Imperial Settlers. Like nothing, like not at all. There's no polyomino shapes in Imperial Settlers. Okay, just going I was going to ask that. I was like, what, where is this coming from? Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't they, know. They, it felt very tacked on. Now, admittedly, the polyomino shape part is in the advanced rules. And now let me just tell you this. If you're playing Imperial Settlers rolling right without the advanced rules, you're not a gamer, I think. I think you're, oh, yeah. I you're think a you're baby. non. It would yeah, be no, like I, I nothing. Think, I just think it you're would not. be a nothing it, it would game. be the most simple, stupid game ever. Adding the polyomino shapes go, makes it go from like the weight of like maybe one to like 1.8. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very, very, very light. Um, so, okay. Like I said, there's no polyomino shapes in Imperial Settlers. You're just going <laughs> along tracks to score points in this game and building some buildings, which I guess sort of resemble what you find on the cards in the board game. But if I had someone play this game and didn't tell them it was Imperial Settlers IP and they had already played the board game, there's no way they would know, based on the gameplay, that this is an Imperial Settlers roll or a roll and write version of Imperial Settlers. Yeah. Now, a lot of games that are roll and writes or blank and writes from another IP don't feel totally like their board game equivalent, but a lot do. 
or at least you can see how or where they use similar things. This game, I really think the only things they used were the little apple shape or tomato shape thing for the food resource. And I guess saying there's buildings. Other than that, it did not seem at all like Imperial Settlers, which if you're if you're looking at this game to be like a little dice version of Imperial Settlers, then that's important to you. If you don't care and you just want another roll and write, then it doesn't matter. Right. Um, the game was very quick and light, but I think with a few more plays that turns bad as there isn't anything more to do. There's only those power tiles I talked about. You always play with one more than the number of players. So with two players, you play with three of them, and there's only five total. So if you're playing a four-player game of this, you're always playing with all five of them, and you never there's there's not more. There's just hmm. those five. That's it. Uh, so that's not going to change the, it up at all. The solo game, which I haven't played yet, looks a lot more interesting. As the building sheets in that one, you, you play with different buildings in the solo game, and those are different each play. That pad of solo buildings are all different. And I might use those sheets when playing with Natalie in the future to mix things up after this game gets stale in the next few plays, I would think. I just don't know how balanced those buildings are, but that's what the base game needs, a change, something different, something more. As it stands now, I think the game is good, not great, which is kind of seems like a, a pattern for this, this episode so far. Um, <laughs> it's a nice, quick roll and write. That's a really good change of pace if you've only been playing the heavier ones, but in the light space... There are so many options for a light roll and write, right? Jeff talked about this, that he's he's got his one he wants, you know? I got I'm it. fine with having a couple light roll and writes, but this one, this one is just as light as all the other light ones, and it just doesn't really do much, I think, to distinguish itself uh, from the pack. Overall, I, I liked it. I really did like it. I just, uh, I just think that... The staying power is not there. And so I think I might not recommend this. Natalie, what did you think? Um, well, I agree that I liked how quick. It's very quick. And it's definitely light. Um, and I did like that part of it. But you're right. It doesn't do anything different or new. or doesn't really stand out that much. Um, but like you said, having said that, I still I enjoyed playing it kind of like you said with all the other ones like good not great we're like i enjoyed it yeah but i definitely could so like three sisters i can see us playing that over and over and over and over and it taking Seriously. a while yeah for it to get old yeah. this one this is not a game you can play over and over and over again and still feel like you're getting something out of it so you know i liked it but it's like a once in a while type thing or else it's gonna get like samesy samesy um my favorite I mean, I guess maybe the best part of it to me is just, you know, the general thing that we like about roll and rights is just crossing off boxes. Yeah, and, it's just fun. And even though it is light and little, there was definitely like it ended so quickly that I felt like there was a lot of stuff I didn't do. So like what I did like about it was if we play it again, there's definitely more stuff I could try and explore that I didn't get to in the first game, um, you know, to see how that, you know, plays out. Um, so I did like that part of it and that kind of makes me want to play it again. But again, I think that if I keep playing it and I kind of like go through all of those things, then I'll be done with it. Yeah. Um, and then my least favorite thing about it <laughs> was... <laughs> Here's what I didn't like. And then I didn't like this. And then my least favorite thing. Here's my least favorite. <laughs> no, I said my favorite part was that I liked I it. And last yeah. but not least. <laughs> yeah. My least favorite thing was, um, was keeping track of everything. It, you had Good to do call. it all in your head Forgot and it was that. so... so 
okay so you like ryan said you roll the dice you roll three dice or four dice and it tells you how many you know basically turns you get like boxes you get to check actions or whatever how many actions you get in addition to what resources you get to use okay well those are dice that are sitting right in front of you and you can see them so first of all let's say you get five actions right well okay now i have to keep track of those five actions but sometimes when you're getting into the game some of the actions are free or something like lets you do something else. And so it's not just like one, two, three, four, five. I have to be like one. This one doesn't really count. So I had to like literally have my count on my fingers and hold them out Me too. to track it. And then the other thing is you're not just getting the resources on the dice, which is easy to keep track of because they're just sitting right in front of you you also when you get these buildings you get extra resources and those are just 100 percent completely in your head and then you have to like think like okay i just used two wood i have now i have one wood two coin and three apples left and okay now i use two apples so not you know and yeah, like but that, how many actions did you use okay i used yeah, four so fruit but it only track took of that, two actions i was uh. like i was like i I guarantee i like messed some of this up me too. a little bit <laughs> me too so i didn't that was kind of a bad a lot of, in- of unintentional cheating good point on that i forgot about but that. um but yeah those are my thoughts i so have some a- questions oh yeah sure okay. ask away okay i i looked up some things i uh, not really i went on <laughs> board game geek <laughs> yeah this this game is does not get love if we're okay. lumping all of our games that we've talked about into Good Not Great, I think Tabanusi's better than Good Not Great. Yeah. Sure. Abomination's close to better yeah. than Good Not Great. This has to be the worst of the three we've talked about, just based on what <laughs> oh, you've yeah. said. <laughs> I'm so sure it is. This yeah. also says Board Game Geek agrees with Ryan because the, even the community says this game is best with one person. Like overwhelming. Okay, so this must be like 87 percent or something says this game is best wow. with one yeah, person. Yeah, that makes yeah. total um, sense based well, on it so did, the rules. that pad of paper did look really cool because not like all the buildings had like different pictures and different powers on every single one. So that was so let me ask you rapid fire questions, Natalie. Yeah. This is for you. Would you rather play this game or Rolling Realms? Rolling Realms. Would you rather play this game or Silver and Gold? Silver and Gold. Would you rather play this game or Three Sisters? Three Sisters. This game or Demeter? Demeter. We're doing Pub Meeple. Get rid of that one. We're doing Pub Pub Meeple. Imperial Rolling Right. If you want it, join the Discord. (laughs) It's It's in the it's in the buy section. No, I agree. I agree. Yep. Yeah. That's that. She just she's got Pub Meepled. You got pub pub meepled me. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, I would have and I would have answered the exact same way. With everything so. you just with you, everything you just said, I would answer yeah. the exact same way. Rolling Realms is a hundred times better, and it only gets better from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and and what's awesome about Rolling Realms that I mean, this is not a Rolling Realms episode, but man, they're just it's forever content. It just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. Until oh, Stonemaier yeah. goes out of business, and well, maybe then somebody would pick it up. But other than that, it's just going to keep going and going. I just ordered yeah. the the new the new realm, and I've oh, I've already got like it. what's that? What's the, realm? what's the new realm? The new realm is um oh Liber- no, Libertalia. Libertalia yeah yeah oh, Libertalia yeah yeah oh, that's came out for, already for that yeah they released they're release they're they're always releasing the realm for Rolling Realms the same time they release whatever game oh, wow. whatever game is coming that's out. Cool. anyway so that's that's Imperial Settlers Rolling Right Portal Games um Ignacy Trechevichek did that one again it feels nothing like Imperial Settlers so if you're looking for another light Rolling Right or if you're looking for your first light Rolling Right this could be where you start <laughs> yeah well because like we sure. finished it and we were like that was fun. Yeah, I didn't. It, you know, not so enjoy we weren't it. like, ugh, right. why did we buy this? About it after the fact, I'm like, I think I would want to play it solo to see those other buildings. Other than that, I don't think I would. We need yeah. to go Rarely back to do it. I hate a roll and write because it's usually over so quick. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, how that's it true. Is. Exactly. Like, that's the fine. same way. Good. Right. What else you got, Jeff? Okay. This is called Expansion Corner. Expansion Corner. 
Okay. Or you can figure out a better name, but uh, well, we already said we'll it's stick already, with that it's for now. Expansion Corner. I have two <laughs> expansions I want to talk about, and then after I talk about the two, I'm going to kick it over to you to talk about another expansion. Oh yeah, we're in a different corner. So that's a total of three. We're in a completely and nobody different corner. puts expansions in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see that that you see you legitimize the name. Yeah, it is yes. now Expansion Corner. Even though yes. Expansion Corner doesn't roll off the tongue, but when you say nobody puts expansions in the corner, <laughs> that has to be it has to be. It still doesn't roll off the tongue. But I, we're signaling that. Still like so. It. <laughs> I want to talk about the Lost Ruins of Arnak expansion. Jeff's number eight game of now all time. Now it's my number something game. <laughs> yep. It is number, oh boy, I'm at 200 on my list. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. <laughs> number seven. 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 Ooh, and damn. this, I'll get to the end, but this, to, for a mild spoiler, this expansion is the reason why this game, I think, jumped into the top 10. Wow. Okay, so Arnak was, was a hit cool. for me right out of the gates, and I think also for the for you guys as well. Absolutely, Arnak yeah, you were like it. really Both liked plays, it. Play we've it. had two or three plays, and they've all been so good. Yeah. Yes, and it's just it was like you know your, your adjacent episode and the things we always talk about. It was fun creating the combinations, collecting the things. There were like tactile feels of some of the stuff, and turning in these you know doing everything in that game was enjoyable for me. I did when I played it. You know, time number three, I was like, okay, is there a strategy to this game? Is going up the tracks the best thing to do? I've seen a lot of the cards. Could this game at some point hit a wall? Yeah. So I was excited to see an expansion. I was excited that they were investing in this game because it was a huge hit. And of course, they they were going to invest in it, right? So Expedition Leaders is the name of the expansion. And Dave and I played it the other day. And here's what it adds. The biggest thing that it adds is it adds six unique leaders, is what they're called. They're characters, essentially, who you are. Oh, hell um, yeah. That, Do you get a power? Which, dude, this is, you're going to like, this is yes. your expansion. This should yes. just basically <laughs> be called Ryan's Leaders. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it adds every, so there's six, it still plays four people, okay? But it adds six new unique leaders that all have abilities. They all have special powers. That's amazing. Uh, they all have their own, uh, if you remember, like the tent board. Yep. They all have a different board. And there's like, I'm not going to call it a mini game, but there's something to do on the boards that have like new iconography and new things that you can do that it's shown on the, the tent board. And they all have a unique starting deck. So I was the, I don't even remember who it was, the Falconer. So my Falconer deck was different than Dave's deck to start with. Because my person had different powers. That is so awesome. So my icons on my card were different when they activated. So instead of just starting with a couple fear and the the compass cards or the money cards, you had a different cards right out of the gate, which starts everybody in a different direction, which I really like. Instead of everybody starting here at the same point, everyone's starting differently, which changes everybody's strategy, I feel like, right out of the gate. I love um, that. <laughs> they also added... Um, alternate research tracks. So if you remember, the research tracks are the ones on the far right of the board where you're moving yep. your magnifying glass and your book, and the book. up, yep. if you remember that one. Um, the main game uh, is two-sided. The board itself is two-sided. Uh, there's a there's a more difficult um, track to go up, and there's a little more cost on the one side, and the other side's like baby's first track. Um, <laughs> this one is, is even more dynamic in, you know, it spreads out the rewards. It makes it harder to move up. Um, it kind of makes you invest a little more in that research track or not at, like it it challenges you i think um and then there's two more so now there's four total research tracks that you can that you can use um and then of course as a normal expansion it adds more monsters um it adds new sites it adds new assistants it adds new cards both both decks of cards so it adds all that kind of stuff 
Um, and I, I wish, so that's what it adds. Here's what I think. I wish I remember who I was talking to about this, but I posted about this a while ago and we had a conversation. I don't remember it was in my chat or whatever, but, and whoever this was, tell me, message me and say like, you're an idiot. How did you not remember this? But we were talking, we were talking about the fact that it seemed like they could have, CGE could have phoned this expansion in, could have just been like, here's new cards, give me your money. Yep. And we you all know, because, yeah. because like, hey, this game was a huge hit. We created some more cards. Give me $20. They could have done that and they didn't. They fixed things that I felt like make the game more dynamic without like complicating the rules or mucking up the gameplay or making the um, explanation longer. You will, I don't think, if I asked you to play, sit down and play Arnak, I bet you would know the rules. Right? Do you yeah. think you could just do that? I think so. Even you haven't played it in, in what, we five haven't played months? It, we haven't like played that. it since, since your house. Your house in yeah, August. Yeah, so it's been yeah. five, six months, right? Yeah. Since that. So. But if you sat down, you could do it. If I just gave you the expansion, I don't think it would take you any longer. You could read a page of that book and be like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Sure. Because mm-hmm. you could read your character, Natalie reads her character, and you just play. Yeah. So it it doesn't overcomplicate things. The new additions, I think, add a lot of versatility to the game that I already like. really like to start with. So, for example, with the certain leaders, certain leaders like use fear cards in different ways instead of just clogging up your deck. Dave had one that used fear cards to activate his special power. So he was collecting fear cards where I was trying to get rid of them. Right. So there's, there's now almost a resource for him to use. Like fear cards became a resource for him instead of just clogging. That's cool. Which I like it. It made, it made (laughs) that clogging just something else for him to do and change the strategy. Um, The new monsters also became a little more important. If you remember, you can spend the monsters to do something. Um, Those, where I think a little cooler. Some of the characters also use the monsters in different way. There are cards that flip the monsters back over so then you can activate them again. So something that felt like, okay, you kill the monster, you get five points, that's cool, felt like another thing that you could do on your turn. You could. So this is just a slam dunk all around. I think, I didn't I didn't dislike any of this. And I haven't played all the characters, so you know there could be a character that I feel like sucks or someone has figured out that this is OP after one play. <laughs> um, but Got a host I, rule. Yeah, and, you know, there's, I had this cool thing. So so my power, the falconer, I was like, I every time I had this eagle, I had an eagle icon. So that was like my new icon was this eagle. And I could move, well, it was a falcon. God damn it. I'm the falcon. <laughs> of course it was a falcon. So it was a falcon. A falcon. So I had a falcon tile and I moved it. And every time like I played, I could move it along the track and then I could spend that falcon token to do wherever I was in the track, which could get me a, a resource or it could activate a site or do something wow, else. Wow, that's cool. So, Having all those little things was was cool, and it makes me more excited to play the game again because now I get to do a new character. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't get to say, "Oh, let me try to do the research track a little more. Or let me try to buy more cards." Right. Now I have a whole new character to like jump into this game for, which I think just makes the game now instead of maybe ten plays where it might feel like, "Okay, I I I know what I'm doing," or it's like the back of my hand sort of thing. Now I'm right. now I'm into a lot of plays of each of yeah. the characters and. I, I, this was like, I was blown away by how much I liked this expansion. Um, I think it made Arnak jump into my top 10. And it's a, if you see it, I don't know if you guys have it yet. Um, we don't have it yet, no. but Natalie is typing. It's an, yeah, it's an instant. <laughs> it's a buy like now 
for me. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be bought before we go to bed. It just no, 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 seemed... it's bought. It's just Whoa. on, it, so <laughs> it's it, on it, its way. No, it, it, it's been in an order for a long time because mm. it's part of a pre-order. Oh, it's yeah. like waiting. It's to waiting to completed. ship until, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I th- as soon as you guys get it, because I know you both like that game, I would get it to the table and play it because I think you're going to love it. Let's do it. Um, All right. I think it would like, ref- it would be refreshing. That sounds yeah. freaking sweet. Other one, quicker talk is the new tapestry expansion. Okay. Okay. It's it's not a it's not a realm. They already have a, tap- they already have a tapestry card. Every, so this every one, expansion also gets a realm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this one, there. This is the second full expansion for it. It's called Arts and Architecture. Okay. Um, I already like tapestry. Me. I know you guys like tapestry. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. As well. I know it's not a true Civ game. Blah blah blah. It's not getting that. Who cares? Who um, cares? I like. You know, the three of us like moving up tracks and doing shit, okay? Like, so, yeah, that shit's fun. So, yeah, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Um. So what this adds, Ryan, is a fifth track. Boom. So there's the four sides of the board that have their track, and then mm-hmm. this is yeah. the arts track. Um, And it adds it adds other stuff, too. It adds a couple new sieves. It um, fixes the rules to some of the sieves and adjusts, you know, based on all of Jamie's algorithms and all that kind of crap, right? Um, it adds a new sieve map which is the little map where you place your little buildings and big buildings on. Okay. There's some advanced mode to that. Um, this uh, extra track has these things called masterpiece cards. That's like the new, it's the new thing for that track. So, you know, the science die, you get to roll the bill and I, the science die. Yep, the green die. <laughs> um, there's uh, the... Bill, Bill, How do you remember Bill, that? Bill. Bill Nye, the science guy? Bill Nye, no, the science not guy. Bill. I yeah. remember Bill Nye, the science guy. I yeah. mean, like tapestry. We played it once, like a long time. ago. I got a memory. Bitch. It's in his brain, man. He liked yeah. it. Yeah, and it you lives. know the red track or the red track is the military. So you work yep. in the military. This works with these like cards, um, and and what you do when you get to the action space as you move up the track, you get to add these cards to your board, which uh, gives you income, uh, which is kind of cool. So it adds to your income phase. You could get points. You could get a little more resources. Um, there's also these inspiration tiles that you put underneath. Uh, you remember, you know, all those little buildings, the yellow building, brown building. Uh, what, they're all they, yellow. Yeah. They're all yellow. Those yep. buildings, you put this little track underneath it. And then as you take off your um, your little sure. buildings, oh. they have different reward, rewards underneath than what was on your main board. Just kind uh, of a cool, that's, that kind is of a cool. cool, just make it sort of different. Um, and that's kind of it. Some new buildings, of course. Obviously, they're going to throw cool buildings in there and, and make it look pretty. Um, it doesn't fit in the base box. All that is a huge complaint of mine. Um, that I have to have multiple boxes for the tapestry expansion, um, or I have to get rid of that big insert um, and just throw everything in a box. So that's annoying. I'm sure they're going to come out with some big thing or they already have and blah, blah, blah. So I it, it's good. Um, I don't think this one is completely necessary, especially for how much I play tapestry, which isn't enough. Yep. Um, if you play tapestry a lot, this adds the extra layer. If you've played tapestry 10, 15 times and you're like, I'm going to play it another 10 or 15 times, get this, add the track, work with all the sieves, do the new stuff. Um, but if you only play this a handful of times, I don't think this one is an absolute buy. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. where I think Arnak, the Arnak expansion can really boosted that game up from like, Yes, I really like this game. To holy shit, this game is now amazing. Yeah. Um, this would take that maybe for people who already love Tapestry and have played it a whole bunch and are looking for another level. Okay. Which I'm not in Tapestry. Yeah. Do those um, people exist? They definitely do. They do. They There's exist because this is this is getting good. Re- this actually gets a little better reviews than the first one, which I actually like the first one, which I forget what it's called. Oh, plans and 
ploys and plats ploys and, and plans. Ploys and plans. Plee plee Plug and plue. To the, the PP. This is the AA. The other <laughs> one was the PP. So, yeah. <laughs> and the PP one I liked because it gave you something at the start, which I liked. The PP had the extra things. The AA with the extra track would be if you're looking for a now a, an advanced, a, a Tapestry 2.0 advanced version, this, this would be for you. If you're looking to just kind of get more Civ, I would say maybe not. Um, for sure. So, yeah, that's that. What other expansions have we been playing, Ryan and Natalie? Well, if I can talk for a quick second about stupid, sexy Sam Frintos, Miss French Toast, <laughs> who Ooh. somehow had this next expansion that we're going to talk about before anyone even knew it existed. Ryan was so yeah, what's, upset. I was so fucking pissed off. How did she do this? I, I don't know, but I was. I saw it and I was like, God damn it. How did She's she like, have you that? know this before uh, me? Oh, my God. Uh. Uh, well, okay, part of the reason I love this game. Okay, so there is an expansion to the game Pictures. And it's called Pictures Orange. And if you know Pictures, Pictures is one of the better party games. Well, would you call it a party game? Is that? Yeah. I, I think you'd, you I feel call like it If you game. call Soul Clover a party game, you got to call this a party yeah, game. All right. So it's one of the game. better party games, I'd say, that's come out in the last couple of years. For whatever reason, I still always want to play this game. I know. It's great. I agree. It is so much fun. If you don't know Pictures, it's basically there's just a bunch of photorealistic pictures uh, in a 4 by 4 grid and you are trying to recreate those pictures. It's almost like a physical association station <laughs> yeah. that you're using with these with these components like uh, sticks and rocks or a bunch of cubes or cards or shoelaces. Mm -hmm. And what Pictures Orange does is it increases the uh, players from five to six, which I do think this game desperately needed because yeah. I always want to play this game with, with more. more people. And you can only play it. With, you could have only played it with five before. Now you can play it with six players, and it also gives you two additional components to use, which are so freaking cool. The first one is just a couple pieces of felt and clothespins. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. You can put those together however you want to. You can cinch them together, and it, it, in a way, it's really awesome. The other one is just a bunch of square acrylic tiles. So think like they look like Jeff. Jeff mentioned, and he's right about this. They look like the Azul tiles. They don't look like them, but they're that they're that They've same got, shape. Like, some black, they have white the same chunk. Type. They have the same heft. Uh, but they're they're like black and white. They got like you know lines on them or like uh, swirls or polka dots. And so then you have to use those to you know. And then it comes with a whole new deck of cards, which again the game really needs, I think, uh, yes. to maintain you know staying power. Mm -hmm. And that's really it. And it it's just more awesomeness. Yeah. And I think that they could expand this game in perpetuity because there are so many cool things that you could use uh, components wise in this game that it just makes it more fun. That's all. It just makes it more fun. You know, just give me like a cup of coffee and you got to pour coffee on a napkin and make coffee stains. And now that's how you figure it out. That's how you, <laughs> that's how you make the new, that's going to be the new one. Uh, it's a messy expansion. Anyway, that's pictures orange. I loved it. I don't know. what do you guys think? I thought it was freaking awesome. Natalie, go ahead. Ooh, counterclockwise. Yeah. I mean, I don't oh, really do know what to say about it. I loved it too. I think it's perfect that it added more players. Um, and then I really liked the two new two components that it came with. Yeah. It. They, they were really fun. And and it kind of made like the old ones not feel so stale when you like add some fresh ones in there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's it's a it's a again, it's a perfect expansion. Um yeah. Yep, I agree. I like my complaint would be like just put more in there. Give me five yeah, more right. things. I know. I Why should like, you just give us two? Just give us four. <laughs> you couldn't have given more? Well, yeah, just give, five, give us yeah, five what, more. Just six two. more. Okay, and just ran so I'm like looking for this game because I'm like, all right, let me I want to buy the expansion. I went on Amazon, it was thirty five bucks. I'm like, that seems pricey. That's let me a check. lot of money. Let me check the internet, right? So I'm in Google and I type in 
pictures orange, and then you know how Google gives you all your like, yep. yep. Is this what you mean? Yeah. So within that search is pictures orange game, pictures orange spiel, okay, pictures orange BGG, and pictures orange diarrhea. <laughs> pictures of orange diarrhea. I don't know. That's... I'm not going to click on that one. Maybe that's the newest expansion. Oh, di- you have to form the diarrhea. Yeah, it's an expansion Ew, so to gross. Pictures of Orange. Pictures of Orange and there's Pictures of Orange Diarrhea. <laughs> Miniature Market's got it for 24. That's more fair. Okay. Oh, Pictures of Orange Diarrhea? <laughs> yeah, Pictures of Orange Diarrhea. The diarrhea okay, one. Good. The regular yeah, one's still 34. Diarrhea is 24. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going on in our neck of our corner of the wall. <laughs> what about you? You got something else? Yeah, I got one more. We played another silly game. I just really quick want to talk about the silly sure. game. So we our brains blew up playing Tabanusi. And then we were like, we got to do something stupid and silly. And uh, I was, I, I got this prototype of a game that's currently on Kickstarter right now, and which you guys don't know this yet, is already funded. It started today, funded wow. in a handful of hours. Boom, funded. You're getting a game. It is called Fire in the Hole. Wow. Started it today. Is, today, just so everybody knows. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Today yeah. is the day of this recording is March 10th, so it'll it's it's already have been on Kickstarter for a few days. By the yes. time, this by the time you're listening to it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe they've already hit a stretch goal or something by the time sure. you're listening to it. So this is called Fire in the Hole. It is a pirate themed dexterity game where you're throwing fuzzy balls into a pop up pirate ship. This game comes with a pop up pirate ship. That it's is a, cool. The board it lays flat, and then the board opens up, and it's like a kid's book of a pop-up ship on there. When I came downstairs and I saw this thing, I don't think I ever wanted to play anything so bad. It's like, it's that's cool. the table presence, right? That's the, what is that? I'm playing it. it Let's looked, go. It wasn't it even just a pop, really pirate awesome. ship. It was like water and stuff. Pop-up water Yeah, there were like waves on the, the side. Pirate ship. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, know. it was really funny. It was like really funny. Like I was just dying laughing every time. Personally, I think it went on, it went on a little long for us. Maybe we weren't good at throwing. Yeah, but maybe it, we suck. You're yeah, right. maybe because there was I like ten turns in a row. You don't get a fucking ball in the boat. It starts to get to you. <laughs> you yeah. start yeah. to want to murder things. <laughs> yeah. So as you're playing, you have these cards thing. in your hand that just tell you to do something. So a lot of them are these fire cards, where everyone or maybe just you gets to throw one of your fuzzy balls or two with your eyes closed, with a patch, um, with your opposite hand, and you're throwing them into this boat that has a whole bunch of spots in it. It's essentially like beer pong meets tic tac toe meets a pirate. Um, and as soon as you get four in a row, you win. Yeah. And or you like complain the whole game like Ryan and then all of a sudden you win. And you just luck into it. Ryan was like, I can't get one in. I can't get one in. Look at this. You get all of Oh, I won. I know. It literally was like I just that. Won. It was Look, like I you're going. It I, was I felt like it was ridiculous. never going to end. And then out of nowhere, Ryan's like, I think I just won. I think I just and won. I just won. And, and I had over. like nothing was going in my, nothing was going my way. Like I said, it was very, it was getting a little bit, fr- it was like, I was like, kind of like, okay, this has run its course. It needs to stop. And then <laughs> me and, and then Jeff and Natalie, we all threw, I think we all had to like, our, what did we, did I think we have a patch on? Or was it like. The left I think it might side. have just been a regular fire or like Maybe a double a regular fire. fire. But we just all threw it at the same time. Somehow Jeff's one of Jeff's balls <laughs> slid out from his shorts. No, popped, hit one of the balls that was in the ship, which bounced them both out, and then mine took its spot, and that gave me the win. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. It was ridiculous. So yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say it's it's really good, silly fun. Yeah, um, it, for yeah, sure. it might be. 10 minutes too long, but maybe that's because Natalie kept taking my fucking spaces and balls all the time. <laughs> Natalie was a ball thief the whole she time. She loves but, those balls, dude. Um, <laughs> but it I, it falls into that like silly fun category for me. Um, it's not, I think it's like 25 or 30 bucks on Kickstarter. You get a cool pop-up ship. You can play it with kids. Um, yeah. 
it could be a real winner if you're looking for just something that is is like a family night kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so again, that's called Fire in the Hole. I don't know if you guys have any additional things. I just wanted to to mention that because I, think I thought it's it was great. Really I fun. think it's a great game for kids. I think it's a great game for like Jeff. What did you said? Uh, like for a family game night or yeah. something yeah. like that. I think beyond that, you don't want to play this personally. I think like I don't think you take this to your yeah, adult game it's, it's night not and a you're game like you take seriously. No. Yeah. It, it's but just a fun it is really really. At, again, the, very, the first like half of the game, I was just like, this is the funniest. Like, you, you get this eye patch. You talk about the I missed that. You get to put this eye patch on, <laughs> which Natalie was like, oh my God, this damn eye patch. But I thought that was really funny. And, it you know, you just want to talk like a pirate the whole time every time you draw a card. And so yeah. it, it definitely has its place. I don't think I would seek it out. But for my kids, I think yeah. they would have a great time well, with just it because you're just throwing shit at yeah, this Yeah, sometimes boat. it's like, yeah. like throw it with your eyes closed and the way you throw it is even kind of funny because you have to hold your like elbow to your side and just like move your arm up and down. Yeah. Like you can't, you know, <laughs> throw it like normal, which is like, makes it goofier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah that's, so that's called awesome. Fire in the Hole. If you're interested, check it out on Kickstarter. If you can't find it or something, just message me. I'll, I'll send you the link. But um it's it's yeah goofy silly fun yeah. fam goofy silly family fun yeah goofy I'll, yeah I'll goofy it. silly family yep. fun i think great yeah. for families great for kids absolutely yeah and it's just if you just want to laugh it's just really because it is funny you can't it's one of those games you can't help but laugh while <laughs> yes. you're playing it you know what i mean yep so very very cool I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server it's now time for Jeff and Friends to take over the show in this episode's Instagram Inboxer. 
And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, hey, everybody. It's Jeff and friends. Hey. And friends. We're friends. <laughs> you know, enough of this dribble jabble. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> I think I got the basics so, down. <laughs> you got the, we got the basics down. Let's talk braces. about the inbox now. Okay. <laughs> We're going to keep things classy and we're going to talk about genitalia. Okay. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's <laughs> How get into we roll. <laughs> I went on Instagram and I asked people to name their genitalia using a board game. Ooh. I and like I got this idea. Some answers. Got some okay. good ones. Got some weird ones. Got some a little too personal ones. <laughs> That's um, what I want. That's what I like. Okay. I now know about how people feel about their hoo has, you know? Yeah. Their fronts. Some insecurities came out, I think. Um, their fronts. <laughs> yeah, their fronts. Yeah, this okay. is name your front. Okay. So I am going to start with an amazing friend of ours on Discord, Kim. Okay. Um, Kim has <laughs> she is calling her front a call to adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> she sounds like a good time. Yep. She also gave another one, which is great. Eight Minute Empire. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's this good. is starting off That's really, good. really well. It's starting off good. Good job, Kim. That's fantastic. <laughs> yep. A couple games. I'm not sure. this. I don't know if this, um, which one sent it, but above and below. Maybe that could be both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Swoozle sent me some. Of course and this is now, so I want, I want, we got to go on record here. This is, some of this is Hannah. Oh, really? So this is, this is Hannah's like debut. So he reads it to her and she's like, she's I like, got I some. I got some of those. Yes. She's <laughs> oh like, my gosh. She, so he said, here's mine. Here is Hannah. So this is Hannah's big like debut on our show and she's naming her hoo-ha. Hannah okay. is Swizzle's girlfriend. Yes. FYI. Good, okay. good, good point. Thank you so for saying So I'll that. start with Swoozles. Okay. Swoozle. He gave me four different categories. Okay, so Swoozle is, he is calling his own genitalia the Magnificent. Oh, I was going to say that for mine. Yeah. <laughs> of course he I can, was. He is also calling it El Grande. El Grande. Oh, That's yeah. The yeah. big. Totally. <laughs> or Tekenu Obelisk of the Sun. <laughs> okay. Um, Hannah is calling her own hoo-ha the Super Mega Lucky Box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> or or Dream Factory. <laughs> okay. Make a dream come true. Um, now this great. is Swoozle calling Hannah's hoo ha. Okay, you got that. Yep. Yep. Deep Madness. Oh my god. The Grand Austria Hotel. Yeah. And of, and of course, Five Minute Dungeon. Five Minute Dungeon. Okay, <laughs> I figured we'd get something like that. Yeah. She is Austria. calling Swoozle's hoo-ha. Number Hannah nine. is calling Swoozle's hoo-ha. <laughs> Nut so fast. What? <laughs> That's a fast my little case. scythe. Oh. <laughs> or, or my favorite one, no thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. I had thought uh, of one that I was gonna no I was gonna submit, no but I forgot. So if no one says it by the end, I'll tell you. Okay. Okay, right. Yeah, mine's number nine. Remember I've said it? it like that. Okay. Okay, what? so I'm going to... Natalie, are you going to remember it? Write it down if you don't. Yeah, I remember Okay, it. excuse me there. Okay. So there might be some duplicates in here, but I want to shout everybody out and call everybody out. So Miss French Toast, Sam calls hers welcome too. 
<laughs> Welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> yep. Uh, middle class Joe gave us a couple. One is long shot. Uh, of course. <laughs> Beautiful. Of course. Another El Grande. Yeah. Um, Oreos. Oreos are life. Uh, it just says, can't stop. Or that time of the month, she calls it Red Rising. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> nice. Or Blood Rage. Um, yeah. Peter Nuclear Knight 83 calls his Lorenzo Il Magnifico. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caitlin gives us another one. Oreos are life. Uh, it calls hers the thing. <laughs> the thing. How about mine is the rise of Augustus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Mr. Measles says wingspan because it's a little bird. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Dan, a fat guy eating burritos, also calls his welcome to. Nice. <laughs> um, Ameritrash talk. Josh calls his on the Ameritrash talk to Josh. You yeah. know, not May, but Josh. For sure. Terror in Meeple City. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh may follows along with with call to adventure which i just I think that one that, that one's really so funny. funny call to yes. adventure is a Jinx. great a great yes i can't, I can't um, talk miss <laughs> french toast gave us a couple more uh <laughs> which this one you can kind of replace maybe some syllables called ubongo <laughs> oh my gosh that's perfect Ubongo. that's perfect <laughs> um or, which I think last episode, we would call it Ubango. Like, Ubango. was that one of the letter replacing? Oh, yeah. Um, she also calls it My City. <laughs> she calls her hoo-ha Tasty Humans. Oh, my gosh. Um, Beautiful. And Sam, Sam wraps Anta. it up with a winner of Juicy Fruits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, man. gosh. That's ridiculous. Trivia Geek on Instagram calls his five-second rule. Yep, beautiful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, sheer boredom. Roberto, um, calls calls his abomination. <laughs> that's, that's the one I was gonna say. Abomination. Oh, was, okay, Natalie was gonna say abomination. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's good for good both. Job, that could Roberto. be good for both of them. Um, okay. So, um, these are T I K Y Joe, Tiki Joe. Okay. Okay. She runs a great uh um YouTube channel as well. If you're interested, oh, I've not I've not heard of Tiki out. Joe. Um, she says if she was a dude. So she's, in, she would call it Palm Island. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Which God. Which is just so good. That's good. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Um, Mr. Measles responding for Mrs. Measles, and that's, of course, Tang Garden. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm yeah. like, if Tang Garden doesn't show up, totally. or, or even like, it's a wonderful world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful world down there. Yeah. C.P. Wilson is answering for his girlfriend, wife? Wife. Girlfriend. Wife. Caitlin. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. wife. 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 Caitlin. She calls hers terror below. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like how the girlfriends and wives are getting it. They're like, I want to answer that I one. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're, like, they're, like, yeah, they're getting yep. into this. Chris answers for his is the rise of tribes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Jess Fenn 54, blood rage, of course. Of course. Below. Of course. Perfect. Yep. Um, Jim Gamer calls his avocado smash. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> which is just disgusting and personal that and sounds gross yucky. and awesome Jim, you're a weirdo you're a weirdo Jim you're a weirdo. <laughs> that sounds amazing um, Jim Gamer also called it 20 second showdown <laughs> 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 the people's meeple says you gotta have a ticket to ride gotta have it yeah you gotta, you gotta have, have a ticket it. to ride gotta have a ticket to ride <laughs> um, so this this is a good Instagram name This it looks like like it's like Patty Mayo. It's like Pat One Mayo. It reminds me of Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah, Patty Mayonnaise. Um, yeah, Patty Mayonnaise. Um, calls his or hers either one. I don't know if you know what hoo ha, but just Mysterium. 
Osgore calls his the bloody in. Ooh. Oh. Which he said he said the women's ones are easier, so he's yeah, going with that. They one. Are. It's not yeah. his, but um okay. Osgore also he found this game. He's like, I never heard of it. I've never really played the game or know what it's about, but there's a game that he just, he found called Here I Stand, is what he's calling yeah. his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here I stand. It's a war game. <laughs> yep. Uh the McMeeples. Um Sam is calling his Nemesis. <laughs> he's also calling his the western legend <laughs> um jim gamer called his a column of fire <laughs> oh my gosh like his story that's which, perfect yeah which, like, that's his he story touched right? With, right he touched yeah. the wing sauce on his yeah <laughs> jim gamer also calls his beast of balance <laughs> oh my god and can't stop of course these are so much better than i thought they were gonna yeah, be i know too. and they're I just funny when you just, yeah it. yeah Yep. Uh, Sam also was. <laughs> I got one um, when at the end. Yeah. Ooh, you got a good one. I, I think so. Um, Stephen Godfrey just calls it calls his splendor. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Godfrey also responded with the Rising Sun. Of That's course, a good one, yeah. right? And then yep. the Rising works out well. Yeah, exactly. Your board game also had Rising Sun. Those are just good. Perfect. Um, me, me plus. Me plus. Me plus. Yeah. Me plus. Just Terra Mystica. I'm like, all right, well, that's just a good that, game. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> Uh, more McMeeples had Planet Unknown <laughs> and Super Mega Lucky Box came up okay, again. That one I think that's is my favorite. Yeah. That might be my yeah. favorite one. That's funny. Super um, Mega Lucky Box. Not Megan. Yeah, Super, Me- mega. super wanna, Megan's uh, Lucky Box. You want to check out my Super <laughs> Mega Lucky Box? <laughs> that's so funny. I have funny. a couple Come more see things. my front. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain Meeples came up with a his and hers list. So the hers list, now or never. <laughs> Obsession upstairs, downstairs. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, the living forest is another one for hers. <laughs> oh my god. Um, his now or never. Okay. Uh, awkward guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, sleeping gods. <laughs> and there's a game called Godspeed. That- Godspeed. Okay. <laughs> yep. Homemade soda came up with Small World. <laughs> for his. Damn it! That's the one I was gonna oh, use. Really? Oh, it yeah. is. Yep. Mason Pierce has a game called Jungle Speed, and that's what he calls his junk, Jungle I Speed. Guess. So okay, you go. perfect. Yep. Ken also stole your thunder too with Small World for his. Uh, nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's great. What about Micro um, Macro? <laughs> I thought the Micro Macro. Yeah. Sam Sam just kept like peppering me. He yeah. and he didn't do them all at once. He like he, he like he thought about it and went yeah. back. So I have his like peppered throughout, which is just <laughs> yeah. great. This okay. So of course, too many bones is on there, right? Of course, yeah. Right. S- Sam, this might be my favorite. Sam's yeah. for his hoo highs. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine being like, guess who? Guess like, who? <laughs> I'm there. Um, I got a few more. Uh, Dog powered vehicle had junk art and red rising. Okay, that's junk great. Art. Junk art's good too. Board to play had the bloody inn and the grim forest. <laughs> the bloody um, inn is so terrible. Yeah. Uh, Lucho underscore ab had oh, Atlantis Lucho rising. Be- that's a great Atlantis one. Atlantis Rising. Rising. Yeah. Anything Again, with Rising. Any Rising's are good. Um, what else do I got? Oh, of course, Rocky Mountain Meeples comes up with Caverna. Nice. Yep, that's the other one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And another one for his would be In Too Deep. Oh, my <laughs> got God. Got a lot of confidence there with that one. <laughs> um, our buddy Lewis, back in the inbox, <gasps> came up Lewis. with Splendor, of course. That's a great one. <laughs> yep. Um, Dog-powered vehicle just sent me a whole bunch. Rhino Hero, Plums, Mr. Jack Pocket, The Magnificent, Mr. Free Jack. Ride, El Grande. El this Grande. one, For Sale, just seems like he's a oh, prostitute. Oh, that's a great one, For Sale. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Bulls and Boards came up with Tiny Epic Quest. <laughs> um, uh, Curtis Howland, El Grande, obviously, he said. Uh, yep. Um, Diego the... Casanova, the oh, Magnificent, nice. of course. Yeah. Um, B.W. Wallace, his was A Feast for Odin, and hers is Caverna. <laughs> um, uh, Michiania Board Gamery over on the west side of our state says Euphoria. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What yep. about Keyflow for a girl? Yeah. <laughs> what about Cosmic Encounter? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Cosmic Encounter. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter, Nucleic Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> um, and then Plurpy sent me a few that I want to make sure I get to uh, where he just was like rolling. Let me see the ones that I haven't um, said of, of his. Um, the Duke. <laughs> he calls his advanced squad leader <laughs> and, and this one I'm surprised maybe you guys haven't said insider yeah that's a perfect one oh my one. gosh how did we forget yeah. that out of sight out of mind damn yeah. it that's a yeah. perfect one yeah. um, he also calls his viral <laughs> oh man <laughs> or there's a game called Stevenson's Rocket that he yep. calls it Reiner Knizia. Yep. Um, super mother load <laughs> oh my god Mr. Jack um, two rooms and a boom. He said the two rooms are the testicles. Of course. Oh, yeah, okay. the boom is the dick. Yeah. Um, and then and then the last one to wrap it up, I believe that's the last one. Is just he he said because I have just one, just one. Yeah, <laughs> he's only got one. <laughs> All right, so Those I know that was good. a lot, but that was the inbox. What about um, for a for guy? It. What about for a guy? Team three. Oh, I like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. that is a great inbox. I, yeah, that was when you, good. When you sent that to me, I was like, okay, this is going to be funny, but I didn't think it was going to be that funny. Yeah, people I was like, people what are, really how good are with board this game titles really going to translate to genitalia? I feel like there wasn't going to be was, that many. That was perfect. Was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, people, very, very people good are stuff. funnier than I thought they were going to be, and I'm glad, because I, I rely on people, other people being creative and funny. For sure. Well, you guys, things have been a little bit too good around here for a little bit too long been about 11 episodes <laughs> so i think it's time to blow up our karma with another installment of the board game beatdown and i'm back with the board game the board game beatdown beat yes i'm excited me Today. too it's been a while we're beating down a game that we all love. No. Aren't you so happy? No, I'm kind of scared. It's rated 8.0 no. on BGG. We'll That's really high. Ranked number 45. Oh, shit. Oh. Is this Tantawakan? No, we've done Tantawakan. We've done Tantawakan. Nope, right. nope, nope. It's number 45. Orleon. No, we already did Orleon. Is it Orleon? Uh, nope. Uh, wait. Uh, is it uh, Trajan? Nope. Uh, it's not Burgundy. We already did that. Cavern, no, uh, uh, I don't know what is it. I don't want to say it is the crew. The crew. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness! All right, um, see these idiots have to say about the crew. Bring it on! Yeah, you want to hear what people say about the crew? I do want to hear. That game is uh, ranked forty something. That's forty-five. Crazy. Yep, eight point wow. is what it's rated. Um, so let's hear what people hate about the crew. Okay. The Mega Gamer Twenty says it's the worst trick-taking game i've ever played the lack of communication makes the missions almost impossible all the <laughs> missions are boring and your fate is pretty much dealt to you i don't see me ever playing this game again okay if the missions are impossible then of course they're gonna feel boring they're not impossible is the problem you just suck <laughs> you okay. just suck who so lack of communication as in like 
if you played the game where you could just tell everybody what you had. Here's, right. here's my card. That, Jeff, Jeff, do you have a blue? That's the worst game. I know. Five? You play this and you play this oh, I do and have I'll the blue play five. this. I, okay. <laughs> but, 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 why don't we... I'll play my pink three to get your blue five. Ugh, yeah, come it's on. It's like playing it solo and just laying all the cards on me. Plus, if you think one, if, one, if the missions are impossible, the first mission is like, just get this person to win a trick with this card. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah. They're not that hard, man. I mean, they do get difficult, but they're not impossible. All right. What's the next one? GameCat3 says, this very well may be a good game for you. If you enjoy cooperative and trick-taking games, we do. For me, <laughs> I find my mind simply unable to grasp trick-taking, trick-taking, and that's in like quotes. And so this game is not for me, and I will likely never play it again. And that is okay. It is also okay if you love it and play it every day. But GameCat cannot recommend. Oh my God! Did it actually say? But GameCat yep. cannot recommend. It sure did. For <laughs> who are you, GameCat? Who the hell are you? Damn it! If you're referring to yourself in the stupid ass third person. <laughs> I was re- you, very okay with that critique until that sentence. I didn't and really understand the is, critique. It sounded like if you are okay with cooperative games and trick-taking games, yeah. which I am, I love them, then you might not like this one because I didn't like it. Like, what? what is she saying there? I'm not really understanding her oh, critique. Oh, sorry. I might have thrown in my own because I said I do. Oh. oh you, Natalie. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, that, of course we're going to think it's that person. She said if you enjoy cooperative and trick-taking games, this game may be for you. But for her, she's unable to grasp oh, trick-taking. Okay. okay, okay, okay. And won't play that's, it again. That's different. All right. I like how she was like, it's okay if you love it, though. <laughs> like, right, like anyone's going to read this comment and put it on a podcast. <laughs> What's her name? Gamer Cat? Gamer Cat. Gamer Cat does no, not approve. Game Cat 3. Game Cat 3. Coors says... This game is either extremely random if you want to play it cool or extremely long if you want to play it the way it's supposed to. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the opposite of random is long? <laughs> there, it's either random if you or it's play long. It cool, Did you know that? You can either play it cool or the way you're supposed to play it. What's the cool way? Let's play the cool way. <laughs> Just imagine yeah. playing chess for five people. It is even less fun. Chess? Not it something the... I would recommend to anyone what? besides people who love to take Mensa what? tests you know on a daily basis. You cooperative chess? You ever play cooperative chess? Hey, hey, Jeff. No. Hey, Jeff, is this game random or long? <laughs> well, they are opposites. Would you rather play it the cool way or the way you're supposed I, to play I, it? I, I'm, I'm really interested. I'm always interested when I when I see a game. I'm like, man, this game's got too much longness, not enough randomness. <laughs> long- it's yeah, too long. Like, it's not enough random. Like when I read the rules, I'm like, is this the is this the lame way or is this the cool way? Like <laughs> in the back, the rules- is there like a cool guy variant? When I read cool the rules, guy cool guy. <laughs> when I read the rules for the crew, I was like, God, could this game be any more chess? This is just yeah. this game is just chess with cards. This you is know, the just, person that left this. Great this review. Is a typical hunk. Or great review. All right. Typical Krizak hunk. says. Krizak. How is this game nominated for board game of the year in Golden Geek? The game's theme is paper thin, the goals are all pretty boring, and the non-communication, except for the communication button aspect, just reminds button. me of Bridge. It was a pretty terrible experience and won't ever play again. First of all, theme is not a requisite for Golden Geek. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, how could this game be nominated for Golden Geek? The theme is thin. Every fucking, like, <laughs> that is the stupidest <laughs> if way you to. If you would have been this... like, why is it nominated for Golden Geek? Because it's a trick-taking card game. I'd have been like, okay. Yeah, like, I understand too light. your point. This is too light. Although I think it was, but the goal, it was Golden Geek for card game of the year. Oh, was it or, game or of the year? Or was it game okay. of the year? It might have been game of the year. I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know. It said know. board game of the year. Oh, okay. Maybe it was board game of the year. I think it was that special, personally. But yeah, I, I agree. I could see if you're like, okay, board game of the year, that's a little bit much. But to say that it shouldn't be nominated for board game of the year because the theme is paper thin, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm in space at all. I don't yeah, play I cards in space. This is just chess with cards. Is it random or long? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Kubaka. Kubaka says, "How can anyone like this? If you do, then what is wrong with you? Just play Fox in the Forest, okay? This sucks. I did a few. I did play a few games and with different people too. No matter who I was with, they agreed. This game is awful. Just play Fox oh in the Forest, okay? God." That's, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff why would you play this? Just play Fox in the Forest. What dude. are you doing playing this? Uh, why duh. even open it? When I read that, Jeff, for some reason, I all I could think of was Anna from Inventing Anna. Like, if you do, what is wrong with you? Just play what Fox is, in the Forest, okay? Like, I feel oh like that's something God. she would say. <laughs> what What kind of review is that? This game's stupid. Just play Fox in the Forest. Done. Boom. Read it. Send it in. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like print it. If you want to play a cooperative trick-taking game, why don't you play this competitive one instead? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Play this competitive one that does not work at all in any way, shape, or form. Anything yeah. like this? That's not what I'm trying to get. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, v v v v v o says. Completely bugged, undoable after mission eight, unless you are pretty lucky. Uh, okay, or you just suck. No. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Again, you just suck. XYO XYO says, I could feel how boring this game is even by just reading the rule book. <laughs> okay. First of all, if X's are uh, kisses and O's are hugs, what's the Y? What's, yeah. Oh, man, that's blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's in between. And hu- what if you sign kisses the next letter First that Ryan hugs, writes to you? then come kisses, then Dear comes Natalie, blowjobs. I hope you have a great day. Hugs, kisses, and blowjobs. Yeah, or just Y's and V's are blowjobs and cunnilinguses. Oh, my God. Everybody use Y's and V's now when you're, when you're signing things. YV, YV, YV. Jorgenamen says, what? I hate trick-taking. My friends assured me they found the trick-taking game I would love. I tried it. I hate it. <laughs> okay. That's all right. the best one so far. I'm cool with that guy. Yep. yep. Me yep. too. We're all right. Deemster says, a dull card game with a theme pasted on. Okay. Yep. I mean, because when I play trick-taking sake. card games, I look for the theme. Yeah, yeah, right. You want theme in your trick-taking game. Right. What, what trick-taking <laughs> games, aside from maybe Time Chase, but not even really, have like themes that you're that really interested in? That come through, yeah. Gatekeeper like 3000 Euchre. says, I can't stand trick-taking games, and I'm not a fan of silent games like Magic Maze. So this game got all the things I hate in a game in one glorious production. Why would you play it? I never want to ever play this again. I knew what I was getting into and still hated it. Second worst game ever made next to Sorry. The second worst game, Jeff. Why did this guy made? This guy really hates Sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I think about worst games and I look at my Pub Meeple list, Sorry isn't even on there. Yeah. I don't even this, think so yeah, about this that. guy's doing Pub Meeple, and Sorry and the crew come up together, and he's like, yeah. he's got to think for like mm. two hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shit, what is work? The crew. Yeah. The crew. Um. <laughs> Arc of the Brotherment says, I like co-op games, but just making sure one person or the other takes the correct trick can be hardly called a game at all. I what? simply why? cannot understand why it is receiving such a high rating. Wait, why? Why? Okay. Why? <laughs> I'm broken. I've been broken. That's, <laughs> why? why does why? that mean mean it shouldn't be a game? Because you're trying to get somebody else to take the trick. That's the game. <laughs> right. That's the challenge. I don't. Yeah, get, I hate like, when people are like, "This isn't so much a game; this is an activity." Hey, if it's got fucking rules and somebody can win and somebody yeah. can lose, it's a game. It's just a different take on a trick-taking game. I just, ugh, yeah. I hate, I hate that that rhetoric. Gaia Hero says, "Omega boring." If you <laughs> have been banned from a casino for <laughs> card counting, maybe you will like this. Uh, five of four of paper. Okay. <laughs> One of paper equals four of coin. Hey, equals four of coin. Um, Ringo. I win. <laughs> Jackpot. So I also, um, 
looked on Amazon. Just curious. Amazon. Yeah. They usually have some good stuff there. Yeah. Ooh, yeah what so, did uh, Aunt Karen say? Yeah, yeah right. Aunt Karen. I know. <laughs> Auntie Karen. <laughs> okay. So, you know, on Amazon, it has like, like in bold, oh, yeah. it has a kind of like a title of the review yep. and then it like has a review. Yep. So, this title is Valueless. Oh, boy. Impossible to play. Round over round, one character or more is playing to no benefit character. and for no reason. Just mm-hmm. operating the rules like a machine. They receive no benefit nor detriment for doing so or failing. Wholly intolerable. Anything is too much money for this vile thing. <laughs> this is not a game. It's just a time sink. The rules are super complicated for how brief they are. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's a non. You have no punishment for you. Just lose. That's, That's a, a, you right. Lose. <laughs> Plus, it sounds like they're not. Uh, they don't understand what a cooperative game is. They're like one person wins. The other. What do the other players do? Nothing. <laughs> right. It's like no. You all win. This is <laughs> yeah. a non. That's a yeah. non for sure. Uh, someone else says boring game. We must be missing something. We found this game to be a somewhat boring version of Uno. <laughs> <laughs> same game. Basically, the same game. Almost yeah. exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Yep. Especially Isn't when every the, trick you taking game somebody. Yeah, we're skipping some right, skipping somebody <laughs> yeah. or the play four. Remember the play four oh, card? Yeah, totally. in the crew. Yeah, yeah. It's a, or draw like, three. Draw three. Or remember when you like Not change the three. you, you change three. the color? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, oh of course. But it's yep. way more boring than that. <laughs> way. <laughs> Same. Um, okay, so this is the last one, but it's really long. Wait, Uh-oh. is it long or is it random? <laughs> it's long. Yeah, because. Those are the, yeah, it's like either or. Those right, are the so opposites. It's called All Aboard the Hype Train. Maybe I'm missing something here, but why are popular board game reviewers calling this game mind-blowing and revolutionary? I'm sorry. I just don't get it. The Dice Tower, the world's most popular YouTube board game channel with an incredible <laughs> amount of industry sway and king-making ability. What a fucking dork. Gave this game the following <laughs> yeah. awards during the Jesus. 14th Annual Gaming Awards event. <laughs> fucking dork. Best game of the year. <laughs> Shut the fuck Best cooperative game. <laughs> Most innovative game. <laughs> best game of the year. Best cooperative. Most innovative. <laughs> what an insane trio of undue awards. Stupid especially dork. the last one, which is just patently false. Patently. Oh my gosh. What ridiculous accolades For to be granted, sake. especially when given what it was competing against. So read on and bear with me, dear reader, and I will explain. <laughs> this fucking dork. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Let's explore exactly Next why, according to the Dice Tower folks, this deck of cards is a better cooperative game than Pandemic Legacy Season Zero, more innovative than Forgotten Waters, and a better choice for Game of the Year than the eight big box games it was up against. If it doesn't have a big box, it can't be Game of the Year. Did you know that, Here's Jody? the top yep. secret recipe for the now. crew. Take the classic trick-taking game, Spade. Now pretend spades is about, oh, I don't know, wizards and orcs. Sure. Ta-da. Did I do it right? Did I ref- revolutionize the hobby by pasting a popular theme onto a type of game that is hundreds of the years old? The crew is not spades at all. Is Big Tom Massel <laughs> going to eagerly hand me an award for innovation the next time he's passing out trophies? No, because the crew is not op- spades. Opening the door for tens no. of thousands of sales due to the enormity of his clout and sway in this board game industry? <laughs> this fucking door? <laughs> no? Oh okay, okay. Well, now for the second ingredient not only is spades now about wizards and orcs but now you want your friends to win tricks instead of just you thereby making it cooperative this guy wrote this fucking review <laughs> and then too. immediately masturbated to yeah, it while reading it he I read it back and he was like fat, fat, fat. this is so yeah, yes, fucking yes. awesome i did it 
for sure this time, right? I'm a revolutionary card game designer now and should have be praised online by YouTube reviewers. Oh, have yeah. I now made a better co-op game than Pandemic, Forgotten Waters, and others? Still no? Good. Now we're on the same page because that's all the crew is. A classic trick-taking game with a pasted on popular theme, in this case, sci-fi, where you sometimes want your friends to win tricks instead of you. That's all, folks. It's a deck oh. of playing cards with spaceships where sometimes you want your buddy to win the tricks but that's not all because this game is so innovative finish already it also features the exciting new mechanism of communication limits that's right for the first time ever you're not allowed to verbally collaborate with your friends because it makes the oh wait never mind Per Board Game Geek, as of 12-21-2021, 294 other games also Jeff, featured not being door. able to speak during gameplay in some capacity. Most I'm innovative indeed. Loser. I just don't get it. Dude, I want to beat this person. I want to actually beat this person up yeah. for being such a fucking dork. He deserves it. Look, look. <laughs> by all means, if you're looking for a trick-taking game, this is probably as good as any and better than some. I will grant that. But frankly, in the end, I can't God, help but think this up. is the fidget spinner of card games. Inexplicably <laughs> 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 popular That's for a brief funny. period of time for reasons no one can really explain, but ultimately won't be talked about in a year. I, who needs porn? This guy is just gonna fucking beat his cock part to is this review. That's on Amazon. Like, if you wrote that on Board Game Geek, I feel like a lot of people would like dork. get all your references. Dork. But like, someone random on yeah. Amazon is gonna be oh like, "What my the fuck?" <laughs> you went to Amazon. journalism school to write a fucking review on Amazon while you sit in your mom's basement, growing the beard out of your neck. Get a girlfriend, oh loser. <laughs> fucking loser. Loser. <laughs> my God. Wow. Jeez, a fucking <laughs> loot. Well, that was the great work. How do you feel now, the crew? How do you feel? In your feel? face. Oh, my god! In your face, the crew. Oh what a I mean, st- I'm just speechless. <laughs> what a stupid idiot. Oh, what my a God. stupid All idiot. Right, let's, po- let's bring it back to positive. You guys ready for this? Yes, yes. Chugga, 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 Again, two episodes in a row now with 10 more games for Natalie and Jeff to associate all the way back to the station. Look at you go. You know by now how this works, but in case this is the first episode you've ever listened to, hello, new listener. Then here's how it works. I'm trying to get Jeff and Natalie to guess 10 board games encoded by me in some way. For instance, Jeff, if I say skirmish boobs, that game is called... War chest. And Natalie, if I say Constantinople, you know that to be... Istanbul. Very, very good. Are you guys ready to ding? We don't have a dinger, so just say ding if you if you know it. Okay. That sounds good. Jeff, do you have a... Uh, can you keep score? I got it. Yes. Beautiful. All right. So give me a ding of approval if you're ready. Ding. Ding of ding. approval. <laughs> okay. Very good. And here we go. All right. Number one. Penis mural. Penis mural. Penis mural. Like a mural. A mural of a penis. Like there's a, a mural, mural of a penis on the wall. This is like uh this is like the wedding book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like exactly what this is. A penis mural. Yep. Okay. Penis um mural. Dick wall. <laughs> is there Weird. a game called Dick Wall? Is there a dick wall game? Yeah, penis mural. Mm. Penis mural. I'm tired of explaining to my children that it's a whale throwing up. <laughs> I'll give you one clue or one hint. The, the title of this game was mentioned in the Instagram inbox. Oh, man. Well, that was, was a lot. It was. Yeah. Penis. Penis mural. Yes. Penis mural was referenced. Hmm. Penis mural. <laughs> All right. My name is number penis two? mural. All Do right. you want to go to number two? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Number two. 
uh, uh, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take ya. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Let me, have a, let me think. Okay. Mm-mm, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna <gasps> take ya to Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go down in Cocoa? Okay, so you got it yet? <laughs> what? <laughs> you see, we have Jeff on video. He's got his finger, his hand above his eyeball, like, like what? what I don't know what the that? hell he's doing. Oh. Uh, are you dinging? The actual clue yeah, is, you have to know it. is Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you. You don't know Jamaica, ooh, I want to take oh, it. Oh, it's not the word before Jamaica? Of course it's the word before Jamaica. Oh. Jeff, what is what is she doing? <laughs> Just ding and get it right. Just say ding. <laughs> I feel like it's wrong because I can't think of a game that's this name. Okay. Then Let's ding. go to number three. Wait, I'm just going to Tell say me what it is and then I'll ding figure in. it out. Ding. Natalie. Oh. Aruba? Aruba. No. Jeff, do you have a... It's not Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to make, make out with you. What is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's the lyric. That's the oh. lyric? Hmm? Aruba? Mm-hmm. Not, what the hell? It's not you right. You said it was the word before. I didn't say that. Jack said it. Well, well we're competing. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll go to number three. There's no game called Aruba that I know of, Natalie. Jeez. All right, number three. Dromedary Erection. Dromedary? Yeah, Dromedary Erection. What does Dromedary mean? Means I uh, like full of drama. <laughs> you guys don't know what a dromedary is? Shit. Can we Google it? This is going crazy. No, you can't Google it. We can't Google it. How are we supposed to know? I yeah, I guess you have to know. What is it? Dromedary, dromedary erection. Dromedary erection. Well, I I, I would assume uh, we this is this is one of the ones where the um people in their in their cars and houses are like it's this. Can you define dromedary? No. Damn it. No. Okay, I could give you a hint, I suppose. Nah, not right now. Okay, all right. We'll Let go us on just get zero, and then we'll all have right, all so ten left over. <laughs> zero, I'm zero. spelling it drama. It's D R O M E D A R Y. If that helps you, it won't. Number four, mythological underwater erection. Man, we suck. Mythological underwater boner. <laughs> yep. Mythological underwater. Yep. I think you can get this erection. You said. Yep. Mythological underwater erection. This is the second erection and, and third penis reference. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, like the first one's penis, penis mural. Out of four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, penis mural, dromedary erection, and mythological underwater erection. Two. The second erection in a row. <laughs> I can't even think. Jeff owns this game. That Jeff owns the last two games that we've said. Of course I do. So mythological. Jeff owns three of the four games. <laughs> And they're all about penises? I own all the penis games? <laughs> all the penis ones you own. Can you please hmm. explain, say it again? Mythological underwater erection. Mythological underwater erection. Yes. Okay, you want number... Uh, you gonna ding? Ding. Natalie. I'm not totally sure this is a game. Good. Oh, boy. Atlantis right. Rising? Atlantis Rising! That's good. Yes, very yeah, good, you got Natalie. One. All right, Natalie, good very, job. Very good. Someone, someone got something. Is that our first one? That's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I, I really expected, I guess, I, I thought maybe you might know what a dromedary is, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll give you a, I'll give you a clue later. All right. Number five. Polyhedral chair. 
Ding. Jeff. Dice throne. Correct. Oh, dice throne. Good. Okay. Dice throne. Dice throne. Dice throne. I got one. Phew. You did it. You're on the board. All right. Number Ooh. six. Number six. Ding dong base. Ding dong base. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bees. <laughs> Bees. Ding dong yeah. base. Ding dong base. Ding dong. Base. Um. Ding dong base. <laughs> It's ding. so much funnier hearing you guys repeat it over and over. Yes. Ding dong bass. Ding dong bass. What? Natalie, what's a ding dong bass? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay, should we go to number seven? Ding dong bass? I don't bass? know. <laughs> Give us some time to think. Oh, I, we can stay here if you'd like. Ding dong. Ding dong bass. Yeah, ding dong Drama, bass. Drama boner. <laughs> Drama Aruba, dairy. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to... Peach Bermuda, Boys. Bah- yeah, so you have penis, penis mural. mural. <clears throat> Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you. Dromedary erection. And ding dong, ding dong, face. Or I guess I could be like, ding ling face. Yeah, I got the first word, <clears throat> I think, but I don't know a game. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to number seven. Number seven. Enter. I got a ding. Oh, Jeff. Belfort. Belfort. Oh, Belfort. Belfort, Jeff. I thought it was, thought it was not Belfort. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Belfort. Belfort. Yes, Belfort. correct. Ding dong base. Ding dong base. Okay. Shoot, shoot, bed. All right, number seven. Shoot, shoot, do. Enter. That's it? That's it. Enter. Oh. You look like you were, like, pausing in your head. Enter. I was waiting, e- for, a, like, I was waiting for a ding. Yeah, Enter. 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 Um, key. Maybe it's like an enter key. It's enter Sandman. Or enter. Where do you want to go? Where could you want to go? go in there? Want go? Is, it could be like. I think it's like. It's probably not insider. I feel like we do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder enter. how often I've recycled games in this. I I feel like I have maybe once or twice. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna ding in. I'm gonna ding in and say exit. Correct. Exit. Ah. He always thinks of the opposites. So oh, Jeff, you always think of the opposites. It's either random or random. Oh, I always so. think of the opposites. <laughs> All right, Jeff's up 3-1, Natalie. Come on, you got to <laughs> catch up. Okay. Okay, number eight. In the middle of a couple places. <laughs> what? In the middle of a couple places? In the middle of a couple places. In the middle of a couple places. Ding. Jeff. Between two cities. Between two cities. <laughs> Natalie's face. Natalie. Hates this game. Natalie, just get Aruba. She is so mad. I think for the Aruba one, I get to guess again. (laughs) Wait. Okay. (laughs) Natalie. Okay. That's fine, I guess. Like, oh, come on. Jeff, Jeff, what are the tiebreakers? But if I I do it, no fucking way. If I just said that, no, no. He's making up for own rules. If Jeff's tripled my score, I get to ding in again. I get to do it. I get to do it again. I said it. Jeff was just like, you just face like, like okay. Okay. Yeah, you can uh, ding it again. Natalie, you get, it's 4-1. You, you can just guess them all. What are you going to do here? You got to get, you can, you can still come back. I'm embarrassing myself. Yeah. Number nine. This one, this one's a little, this might be tricky. Number okay. nine. The smell. Hmm. The smell. The That's smell. number nine. Hmm. Who sings that song? Ooh. 
that smell. Uh, Leonard Skinner Ooh, sings that. that smell. That's a good song. <laughs> right. Can't you smell the, that Is it smell? the smell or that smell? Oh, the, the clue smell. is the smell. The smell. Yep, that's the hmm. clue. What's the smell, Natalie? Yeah, what is the smell? Natalie? Is it about a fart? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you were just like... <laughs> her face, she was like... That's my thinking hmm? face. That's her thinking face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, at least it's not your own face. Smell. That's rude. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's a little bit rude, Dada. <laughs> it's actually kind of rude. It's actually kind of rude. Okay, so number nine is the smell. The we'll come smell. back to that. Number ten. You ready for number ten? Hmm. Sure. Vagina Park. Oh, my God. Vagina Park. Here's a clue. This Vag. was also in the Instagram inbox. Vag Park. The very first and very last game of this were in the Instagram inbox. Oh. Vagina Park. It was. Well, Jeff yep. didn't know that. Jeff also owns this game. Yeah, it's Vag Park for short. What was the very first one? <laughs> the very first one was Penis look, Mural. Not gonna... No, I mean. I don't know if Jeff owns Penis <laughs> Mural anymore. <laughs> Probably does. I don't know we if used I have to the own Penis Mural. Vagina? We used to own Penis Mural. Yeah, Vagina we Park. Did? Uh-huh. I'm not going to look at the inbox. What was the first inbox I. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. So okay. So let's go. Let's go back over the ones that you that you still need that are still outstanding. We have okay. penis mural. We have the one that Natalie's allowed to answer now. Apparently called Jamaica. Ooh, yeah, she can just answer date. it. <laughs> which we used to own. I, I don't know if Jeff owns this one. I don't think he does. We have dromedary erection, and we have the smell, which I think is probably the most challenging one. I also really like this clue. And then number <laughs> ten is vagina park. So you've gotten five of them. You still need five to go. Jeff's uh, head four to one, so you're gonna have to get mm. some work cut out for you. Uh, you have some things to do. Should I just tell them to you? Tell me what? You yeah, just give me the answer. No. That's no. That's <laughs> probably. You give me clues. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where you draw the, the line. line. <laughs> the line has been drawn at giving her the answers. <laughs> Any other way she could cheat, she'll cheat. But that. Any no. other way. All right. Do you want to go to the top five and then think about those ones? Penis you really want to get so those? Penis mural. Penis mural. Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you, which if you get that, it's kind of bullshit. Dromedary erection, the smell, and vagina park. Is Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you, like the person who sings it? Do you think I'm going to tell you anything? Yes. No, yeah, but I don't, don't ex- tell her the exact answer. <laughs> no, Give her everything she needs to get the answer. Because I don't know who sings it. The Beach Boys. <laughs> no. Wait, do they? <laughs> I think so. Oh, of course they do. It has nothing to do with no. the Beach Boys. Okay, there you go. Um, no, I know. I know she does that no. all the time, dude. All the time. No, then we look it up. Idiot. She's like, oh, oh yeah, it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> when you I guess, get to guess again, though. when you guess dice thrown for polyhedral chair, or maybe it was ding dong bass, you said Belfort. Her eyes just closed. Like God, Ugh. fucking <laughs> damn it. Disgusting <laughs> well, idiot. Well, this means like I should know. It this. was so funny. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the top five. All right, so in our top five today, we are going back to um, the first game we talked about today, sort of, and we are going to give you our top five tea games that aren't the tea games, okay? So basically, top five games that start with the letter T, but the tea games are not allowed to be used, so you're not going to see Trismagistus, Tekenu, Tewantin, Suyut, Solkintea, Tewakin, Taivanusi. You're not going to see those in there. Yeah. All right? You're not. I don't know how I'm supposed to focus on this. Let's go. All right. Well, we'll do you last one. Let's go. Me, Jeff, Ooh. Natalie. Okay. All right. For number five, for me, 
I chose a game that we use as a tournament every single year for NerdFest. Mm. This game is fantastic. It's always great no matter when I play it. It's actually, I have more fun doing this variant where we all walk around the table and throw your dice as you get in front of it. That's just so funny to me. This game is called Tumbling Dice. It's very good. You can play it ridiculously silly and goofy like that, or you can play it seriously in a tournament style. I mean, seriously is a little bit of a... Yeah, kind of going ever far serious. On, right, yeah, it's serious, but still, it is still more of like you're taking it more serious when you're playing it in the in the tournament style than you are just fucking around, you know, walking around the table. Uh, so that's my number sure. five. Tumbling dice. Ding. Natalie, do you have Natalie has a ding? What's the clue you have a ding for? Vagina Park. Okay, well, Vagina Park is Call to Adventure. No. Okay. Shit. That's all right. She's allowed to answer as many Don't times worry, as she you wants. You can answer it again as many times as she wants. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can tell you, Call to Adventure was the first thing I said. In okay, that I thing. thought it was. You were right about I that. Didn't, did I, I did, okay, if I said this, I didn't. I didn't intend to say it was the first thing you said. Oh, you said oh. it was the first and last. You said it was game the first the and inbox. last thing you said. Yeah, the first thing I said and the last thing I said are both from the inbox. Penis mural and vagina oh, part. Oh, that's. The, I heard it as God. It was okay. the first and last thing said in the inbox. Okay, sorry. Yeah, what I meant okay. was well, right. the first thing and the last thing so I said I were both from. Yeah, Natalie can do it as many times as she wants. Yeah, yeah. Many yeah. Times of course. Right. Yeah, you do it again. Over and over. Again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What's your number five? Um, my number five <laughs> is I've been thinking about Vag Park and penis murals. <laughs> It's like hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's this. Come on. I just got. <laughs> I, I, I just got the smell and and just erections on the brain. I know the smell. <laughs> dromedary erections. I want to know what dromedary brain. means. Can I give you I a can't. clue on dromedary? Yes, please. Dromedary is an animal. It's another mm. word for a specific animal. It's probably an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what's number five, man? Uh, my number five is uh, I, I want to like, I feel like I don't want to do a massive amount of crossover. Um, That's fine. I'm going to say my, my number five is also a kind of a silly game like um, Tumbling Dice, but it's called Tokyo Highway. Ah, very um, good. Oh, yeah. Tokyo like Highway is kind of fun. You use these little tweezers and you put these uh, popsicle, popsicle sticks <laughs> on discs and you put little tiny cars on them. And you try to go over and under certain things and you might knock stuff over and it's good laughing, fun. And then there's this awesome massive one at Gen Con that is really fun to like just see and like it's almost like the size of a car. Um, it's huge. Was it there this, this past year? I don't think so. I think they probably didn't have... I don't even know if the um, if that company... I can't think of off the top of my head. I don't know if that company was even there. That publisher yeah. was there. But, well, and plus, um, I wonder if they would bring it every year because it's not as new now. Yeah. And I know but there's it a lot was less really of cool. things they also, to touch there. Yeah, right. I've, there's been a lot of bigger versions of games at Gen Con, which is always so cool to see. Like they had that giant flick em up that year. Um, they had a giant The Duke one time. It was really cool. Uh, all right, now yeah. what's your number five? Tokyo Highway is a good choice, by the way. Um, it was Tumbling Dice, but I'm going to mm. switch it out now to... A game called Triplock. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Very okay. Wow. This is a this is what's that? I, I can go ahead and describe it. I can go ahead and describe it while you keep thinking I'm about busy. the other ones. Triplock is a game <laughs> by Chip Theory Games. <laughs> Jeff and I we, we played huh. this at, at Nerdfest. You remember? It's basically yes, a memory game where you have these chips and they're in stacks of three. Um, 
and you're trying to decipher a code, essentially, from these. And there's a bunch of different ways that you manipulate the chips and try to figure out what code is in there. And it's a very interesting game. I actually, I really like this game. I that's like that's a good choice. I forgot it existed. Great pick for number five. Good number fives all around. I'm going to go to number four. And this is a game by The Good Doctor, probably my favorite game by The Good Doctor. Uh, I have two versions of it. I have both Yellow and Yangtze and Tigris and Euphrates, which is my number four. I really, really, really enjoy this game. This is one of those Euro games. This could be a Euro game for people who don't like Euro games because there is a lot of actual conflict and like war yes. and kind of stuff happening in this game. So if you're like looking for a Euro game and you just only like Ameritrash style games, I think Tigris and Euphrates is a good, a good, could be a good place to start for you. Yeah. Um, and it's also not like dice, dice rolly combat, right? It's, it's yeah. different, different type of, yeah, of yeah, conflict. Yeah. Right. Right, exactly. There's random elements in the game for sure. You're drawing tiles from bags and stuff like that, but it's it's got a really, really cool feel where the whole game is really tense because you're building these towers that provide resources for you, and that's how you get points. And so if somebody is watching you gather all these resources, they're going to come fucking fight you for it. And so it's just a really interesting uh, game that the rule set is super, super light, but it is one of the most interactive games you'll play. You're, you're only playing the players there. You're not like bogged down playing the rules. That's my number four, Tigris and Euphrates. Jeff, what about you? Good one. Thank you, sir. My number four is a deck builder that I think made me fall in love with deck builders. In the moment when I first played it, it's called Thunderstone. Yeah, um, good one. You know, I, I like Dominion. Dominion was fine. I, I thought it was kind of like, you know, baby's first introduction into, the, into, the, into that, <laughs> yeah. that thing, right? And then... Um, I, re- I liked Ascension when I played Ascension with you for the first time. I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. And then Thunderstone for me, like, took it. I was like, this is yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, fighting these things, I get these weapons, you, like, equipped. There's kind of this cool, uh, there was a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how, like, if it's, it's my favorite deck builder now. No. But I think when I played it, I was like, I'm this with is you, just man. cool. At the time, that was one of the only ones we, we would all play. Bill would bring that out all the time. Yes. And it was always... I was always excited when he would pick Thunderstone Advance. That was that yes. was really cool. So that's super. Yeah, and definitely if you if you haven't played Thunderstone, play Thunderstone Advance. I know there's like a legacy out now. I've n- I have not played that, but um, Thunderstone Advance is good. Yeah, very good. All right, Natalie, what is your number four? My number four is a game we got at Gen Con this year called Ten, and we yeah. played it a few times. And I really actually enjoy this game for something that's kind of push your lucky. Yeah, and uh, push your lucky lighter. It's got it's got push your luck, and it's got auction. Yeah, Natalie, very interesting changed. mechanisms like to put together. I like it. You've changed, Natalie. I yeah, know. she has. I know she's I'm liking growing. push your luck a little bit. I think and she you just like doesn't of the like ninja? ink and gold and can't stop. I think that's all it is. <laughs> you like Night of the Ninja? You're maybe yep. maybe you're. I know. Evolving. It just takes certain games in the genres. So I would yeah, yeah. I would say that maybe yeah. you don't just extremely dislike a, yeah. mecha- a mechanism. You know it's kind of like it's kind of like like almost like country music like i don't i don't like the genre country but there are some good country songs out there okay that i like all right so 10 is that country a lot of swagger on your hand there while you were talking oh she's got wine going okay that's right all right number three (laughs) for me is a game that might mean three (laughs) it's called twa (laughs) Um, i know it's actually about the city i think of twa uh, Trois is also the number three in French, I think. Right. This is I know it's not spelled that way. But <laughs> okay. yeah, this game is actually spelled Troyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I think it's a city. <laughs> um Trois is one of I think the best dice allocation game or dice 
place not placement but dice allocation games i guess you call yeah. it um we really enjoy Twa in in the game group, and it is a really, really good, chunky, heavy game that's not too heavy. It's got that kind of perfect weight, and it's just it's just really, really fun. Natalie hates it, and that's my number three, Twa. <laughs> yeah, that would have uh, that would have been my number two for show. Gotcha. Um, for sure. That Sorry, game man. is just so good. It's and awesome. So I, I'll sub out something. Sure. Um, Sorry talk about, about another T game. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about another one later, but I'm gonna just go with. One that I love, Terraforming Mars. Yeah, um, that might be on another list, but it's too good to not mention. Of um, and we'll throw Terraforming Mars slash Terraforming Mark slash <laughs> Ares Expedition, Ars Expedition. Yeah, Ares Expedition. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Nice, nice, nice. Natalie, what's your number three? My number three is uh, Three Sisters. Very good. Very number good. Three, three sisters. So number three, three sisters. Oh, did you do that on Perpy? No, I didn't. Wow, you're just that's a good one. I lady. love that roll and write game. Me too. That it's is a fun. great game. Number two for me is a game called The. I'm just kidding. We're not using The. Number two for <laughs> nope. me is a game called Too Many Bones. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I actually didn't do it that way either. <laughs> that oh, yeah. wasn't right. Oh. Uh, too many bones appears on like every list I ever make, but I, it's it's too good for me not to list here. So plus it helps me because I know it's not going to appear on either of your lists. So we reduce the overlap that way. Two number two for me is too many bones. You've heard me talk about it a billion times. If you haven't, just go look it up. It's freaking amazing. Jeff, what's your number two? My number two is Tales of Arabian Nights. Awesome. <laughs> um, because it's just so stupid. <laughs> the game is so stupid. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> but my God, it's so fun. <laughs> I would have laughed harder if you said it again. Even <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> but it's really fun. That's great. Um, yeah, so that, that's my two. I've talked about that game in random episodes and, and yeah. here and there, but stupid. <laughs> that's a really fun. That's, that's but yeah, that's my stupid. number two, Tales awesome. of Arabian Nights. All right, Natalie, what about you? What's your number two? I'm worried my number two is your number one. It probably is. I don't care. Say okay. It. It's Terra Mystica. God damn it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Number one for me is Natalie's number two. It is Terra Mystica. Yeah, that's like if, if Star Wars Destiny didn't exist, that's my favorite game. Yeah. It's it's one. that it's that good. I mean, I love it. I love it so much. We gotta play it again. We uh, do Star Wars Destiny. It it's fantastic. Years. Yeah, I almost did Tar Wars Destiny. <laughs> Tar oh Wars Destiny. <laughs> uh, all right, Jeff, what about you, man? What is your number one? Well, maybe this is payback. If Natalie took your number one, maybe I'm taking her number one. Oh yes, you will probably. You probably are. are. My number, my number one is Trajan. Yeah, yeah. Um, that game is just phenomenal. Of course, I figured that um, was your number one. I, yeah, not, I, I guess. Yeah, that's also my number. That's one. also your number one. Yeah. Very, very good. Trajan. Okay, that's that's great. That was on my. So honorable mentions for me. I had three sisters: Trajan, Terraforming Mars, Ten, Team Three, and Tapestry. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Team Three, yeah. Yeah, I had Tapestry, Too Many Bones, Tasty Humans, Terraforming Mars. Uh, yeah. Tasty Humans was good. Yeah, very, I had Tapestry cool. for sure. Tapestry was probably a more favorite, but I talked about that all already. I had Twa for sure. Tag City. Oh, yeah. Um, Tag City. Oh, yeah, that was good game. Good. Takanoko. Okay. Um, I left that. Tranquility off. I thought Natalie might have Tranquility oh. on our list. She um, probably only looked at our collection. Yeah, That's I my guess. Yeah. yeah. And then Twinkle, if you remember playing that <laughs> yep. one. Yep, Twinkle's I good. I almost, yeah, I almost put that on there. There's a. Twinkle. What's the other one? Takedo. That's kind of a cool one. Oh, yes, yeah. Takedo is cool. Do you guys. Want to have a threesome with us? <laughs> That's what it sounded like you were gonna say. <laughs> no, that was good. Do you, you want to have a threesome? Do you want to have a threesome? With... Then Tom's lo- his eyes. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that, that's like the best thing in the world. <laughs> it's funny because he had just broken up with her right then. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to have some clues or do you want me to just give these to you for the association station? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, oh, man. She's Mona Lisa Money, like please. crazy. Yep. Money, please. She's got a wine in there. <laughs> All right. So, that's good. number one, do we have any final guesses for penis, penis mural? Mural. Penis mural. I got nothing. Do you? Dick dungeon. Is Dick. it? Mm. painting how about some clues what if you think Wait, like yeah. some sort of game where you're put you're stacking up components and they might fall down jenga. oh it's junk art jeff got it, Is it jenga? <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh it's junk art <laughs> oh yeah so. junk because you're junk you said jenga yep you got it junk art easy next all right jamaica caruba jamaica caruba? Ooh, i want to oh. take you Oh, yep. I would have not got that one. Karuba. I said Aruba. Nope. I know, but that's not Karuba. All right, Natalie, I will give you five-sixths of a point. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Maybe terrific. I'll get one-sixth from another one. Okay, and then yeah. I'll number three, dromedary erection. A dromedary is an African animal in the desert. Dromedary Snake. erection. African animal in the desert? Camel up. Jeff gets oh, camel, camel up. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Natalie, I, he's ahead like seven to one. That, no, no, seven up. to one and five sixths. Stop rubbing it in my face. I'm just kidding. Okay. Gross. Um, number nine, the smell. This is a miniatures game that has an app. Just came out with a brand new big box. Stinky ass game. <laughs> blue big blue box big blue smelly <laughs> what box <laughs> we actually forgotten waters <laughs> what is that <laughs> i mean you forget about the water it gets all stinky you know forgotten <laughs> waters is a giant blue box this is like a huge it's like a cube it's like a big cube and you play the game uh it's a cooperative dungeon crawler with an app cloud spire <laughs> you're just saying we do own are- this game a big blue box. Yep. However, <laughs> we 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 let somebody borrow it and couldn't bring it home oh, from yeah. the house because it was too big. We didn't have room in our car. Descent. Descent. Oh my god. <laughs> Descent. Oh what? We were waiting for that payoff. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Natalie <laughs> and Jeff look so defeated. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That is Thanks. good. Thanks. I would that never got that one. I will. Thank you. I'll give you that. But <laughs> you were just like, oh, descent. Oh. <laughs> well, it's because I'm mad. I didn't get it. I know. But it was a good clue. So kudos to you. Well, you got it. So now it's seven to two. All right, number yep. ten. Not really. And five six. Vagina Park. <laughs> Vagina Park was in the Instagram inbox. It's a game that we used to have and we sold. Jeff still has it. I think there was a expansion for it very recently. Ooh, did I buy the expansion? Vagina did I buy Park. expansions? Or maybe it, maybe it's coming out or something. I th- maybe you talked about it even. It was Vagina Park the game of the week on, on the Discord? <laughs> no, Vagina Park. No. It's where you travel the 50 Vagina national parks. Vagina Parks. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, okay, no. But Vagina Park has one of the best looking components, Jeff, in a game that you own. Oh, man, my best-looking yeah, component. We used to own it. You put these little things together. You put, like, tops on Why these little cardboard things. Why does it seem like you're just things. talking to Jeff? Because uh, I don't think you're going to have any idea. <gasps> That's rude. I could be wrong. You said we used to own it. Did we, we play did. It? We didn't play it. We oh. got rid of it before Ooh, we played it. So you put some play things it. on top of the things? Um, okay, how about this? A nickname for Natalie, sort of. Nangi. Yeah, but what's the next part of that? Nangi Tangi. 
Tangarden. Got it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ooh. Mangy Tangarden. Mangy Tangy Garden. Mangy t- <laughs> Hey, Mangy Tangy that Garden. That is the association inbox. Oh, good sir. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> Who cares where it is? Have you been drinking I've been my drinking wine? wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the association. I'm just kidding. Uh. That was the game of the beatdown. What is, the, it, <laughs> is it like choo choo? You've what? been listening. Well, how does it go? Uh, what? Does the thing go? Choo choo. Yeah. Choo-choo. Welcome to Instagram inbox. Choo choo. This is the association inbox with the Ryan board gamer. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking. <laughs> Ryan. She's off the rails. I'm trying dude. to like mix She's the association things and the. Jeff, you get it right. I get it. I get it. I get and it. Bringing you I get it. Just, next time fun. we have funny. morning <laughs> recording. I need this, Natalie, in the morning. Yeah, right. Exactly. You got to bring over yeah. some uh, some mimosas. Yeah, it's going to be a mimosa it, next time. She just Eighty-seven. She just fucking hit. Yeah, she did. She hiccuped, which is like I always thought it was Ryan. the most classic drunk move. Stop. When you're drunk, you're like, I think I would know if I hiccup. I don't know. You're pretty drunk. Oh my god, I haven't even we'll had back. one full glass of wine. <laughs> Penis mural, Jamaica <laughs> Uwanateka, dromedary erection, mythological underwater erection, polyhedral chair, ding dong base, enter in the middle of a couple places, the smell and vagina park. Karuba, Jamaica. <laughs> you should have gave it to me. <laughs> Why? I, yeah, so I basically gave you a root. Well, Jeff gave you five-sixths of that point. <laughs> I did. So he won eight to two and five-sixths. Oh my or god. seven to two and five-sixths. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody You sing a Destiny show? Yeah. Are you ready? Say my name. Say Jeff's name. Say Jeff's name. Jeff, when no one is around. Jeff, say baby, you love Jeff. You ain't running, Jeff. Say Jeff's name. Say Jeff's name. When nothing kind of Jeff. Natalie, do it. Ain't say calling me Jeffy. How Jeff. you running, Jeff? Say Jeff's name. Say Jeff's name. Jeff. Okay. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>